1: There it is. There's that mic. What's up, biggest? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. I'm waiting on Jay. Jay's gonna jump in on the Zoom soon. Jay, he had a... Uh, he, I think he had to walk some of the boomers or something. I don't know. He's... I think, I'm not sure. Feeding the pet boomers. I'm not sure what he's doing. but He'll be here any minute. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. We... I have a great show for you tonight. This is the most important year of our lives. This is the most important. (laughs) This is the one time in the last four years that in America, your voice is most definitely about to be heard. Your voice, your votes are about to be totally counted in a completely legitimate and real way. And your voices are going to be heard. Your voices will be heard. Let me, here we go. Let me pull you this basically other You
3: basically just let young people and everybody get sick. You try to protect the old people and those who are sick and hopefully it gets up to a certain level and now we're all immune. Yes. So let's just be clear about it. It also means more deaths. Do you support herd immunity as a strategy? Essentially just let people get sick.
4: Let people get... <laughs> cannot be worse than the problem itself. Wow. We did the right thing.
1: Listen, to, listen to the audio they've got here. Two
5: hundred thousand people and
4: maybe more than that. This is the we audio is terrible.
1: What is going on here? That's so bad. Are right, we got Trump and Biden dueling right now? Let's see. That would depend
5: on, but I would think that
1: Biden's audio is just
5: fine. depending on the continuation of the spread of the virus, we should be thinking about. What is going bad. on? How could right you enforce here? that? Well, you couldn't. That's the problem. Just like you can't can't enforce measles. You You can't come to school unless you have a measles shot. You know, you can't. But you can't say everyone has to do this. But you would just like you can't mandate a mask. But you can say you can go to every governor and get them all in a room, all 50 of them as president, and say... Ask people to wear the mask. Everybody knows. And if they don't, and they don't, no, not fine. Then I go to every governor, I go to every mayor, I go to every councilman, I go to every local official, say, mandate the mask. Man, say, this is what you have to do when you're out. Make sure you encourage it being done. Look, George, (laughs) you and I know, and I think you do too as well. All right. What's going on here? Absolutely. No matter whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, they matter. Why does Biden...
1: And check out the audio NBC's got for Trump. People, they
4: have a lockdown
5: like you've never seen.
4: Now they're open, it's like they're,
1: they're, it's like they're recording with a microphone. With I don't his lapel mic doesn't seem like it's working at all. It's like they're recording this and they're broadcasting the soundboard from. A microphone that's nowhere near the stage. This is strange.
3: problem is a bad We've got more questions on COVID, so let's drop it for now. We were supposed, to, as mentioned, be watching you on a debate stage right now. We don't
1: yeah, that's that's what we wanted to see. That's what that's the only thing people wanted to see. This is not what we wanted to see.
3: you didn't. You asked follow
1: Trump's looking defensive though. I'm not. I'm not sure what she was asking him to start out. Look over here to the chat. What's up, guys? What's going on, chat? We got Rat again. Got okay. Dangerfield Hanley. What's going on, Sadie? Here we go.
4: There he is. What's
1: up, Jay? Jay Dyer's here, everybody. Hold on, let me fix fix this interface here. Um, there we go. Jay, I can't hear you, man. How do I... Your mic's not connected. Select your microphone. Damn. Look at Jay's tracksuit. He's looking, looking flying that tracksuit tonight, Jay. Um. Hmm. Hold on, okay, there we no. go, now we're good. What's, what's going on, dude? Look at that tracksuit, man, you're looking, you're looking fancy. You just get it, you, you, you jogged it, I got this
6: from a guy named uh, Anthony Soprano, he handed me this.
1: Nice. I- they gave you that as a gift.
4: He said, uh, go talk to that, uh, that weirdo, uh, Tristan, the, guy, the little AIDS guy. Go talk to him,
6: man. <laughs> I've been told I have a good Tony now. i perfect perfecting my Tony. I have well,
1: never seen The Sopranos, man. I'm well, not a boomer. Amazing, man. It's a, it's a really good show. Really good. Yeah, and all the boomers keep telling me about it. The boomers? Yeah, like you and you. Whoa. There you go. Now, now you look... We're gonna have to upgrade your jokes. I mean, you can't just call me Boomer all the time. Got to have a new. That's your. That's your. That's your rap name, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like you're looking fly in that tracksuit. Like you're this... like
6: Dave Coulier. Like you can't just keep doing the same. Uh, you know, Dave Coulier routine from. Uh... Who the
1: hell is Dave Coulier?
7: <laughs> Cut it out, <laughs> <laughs> Dave Coulier. Cut it
6: out.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who you're talking about there. Yeah, you do. No, I have hey, no hey, idea who you're talking about you Again, Jay, I'm a millennial, dude. I'm not, we, we don't get like boomer humor. We don't understand this. No,
6: you. this is your age group, goofus. This is who you grew up with. I grew no, up, thank you, thank you, Jay.
1: <laughs> All right, we got historical revisionist Jay Dyer, historically revising my childhood.
6: You're telling me that people your age didn't grow up with Full House.
1: Oh wait wait, wait. yeah we, I watched Full House of course. Well that's Dave Coulier. Dude Dave Coulier okay um, are you talking about cool Uncle Jesse or
4: Uncle comedian? Are you
1: I'm talking sure. about Uncle Jesse the Uncle Jesse's like weird pedo vibe buddy? Who are you talking about?
6: So on Full House he's the comedian. Yeah,
1: I, I saying some there's no there's nobody funny on Full House there's Bob Saget. No no was,
6: that's his profession in. The
1: show. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what's what's he the, the characters
6: and shit. His yeah, yeah, family. what's
1: the character's name though? Uh I don't know. Okay. The the
6: Chad should know. Let's see who he is
1: on Full Health. Atlantis's ex bay exactly. Alanis Morissette's ex Alanis she, Morissette's Jagged was Little Two Wow. No, it wasn't married to her. She just wrote like all these angry songs about him because they were
6: Oh, that's right. That's right. The she, story about did she go
4: down on you in the theater? Exactly. Is she perverted like
1: me? <laughs> Dave is Joey. 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 there. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey. There's Uncle Jesse and then there's Joey. Uncle right. Joey. And then there's John Stamos. That's Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Oh, I'm Sorry. Bob Saget is, I don't know his name. Yeah. John Stamos. you know that he's the cool uncle because he wore a leather jacket all the time. So you knew he was really cool. Yeah.
6: And his horrible routine, his catchphrase was
1: cut it out. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember him doing a uh, stand up. I just I just remember him like I don't know, eating cereal in the house or something. I don't know, I don't He
6: was like a, it was a, a, a stand up with the puppet, like a, you know, those yeah. kind of stand ups. Which right. are the worst, the
1: puppet kinds. Right. Well, anyways, sorry. I didn't give you a proper introduction. I'm here with Jay Dyer. He's the former...
5: You want to find out? Find out.
1: Excuse me. You guys... Find out. Wow. You'll... Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am
4: eating a plant-based diet. (laughs) Okay? You'll find out. (sighs) At me. (laughs) Neutral.
1: Calm down. All right. Um, Sorry about that. I know that was... Did you... I hope you didn't urinate yourself. You okay? That was really intimidating. I, I leaked a little bit, I'm sorry. Um, so I, yeah, I'm here leaked, with. I leaked vegetable juice everywhere in my in my panties. My pantalo- my pantalones. I leaked in my pantalones. I uh, but I'm here with Jay Dyer. He's the um, the former. He runs Jay'sAnalysis.com. Jay Dyer on YouTube. He's a former frontman of um, uh, Savage Garden. Mm-hmm. Fr- former Read frontman of the band Savage Garden. The book, he wrote CJ. all. The, he was the lead singer of Savage Garden. And now he's. Jay Dyer. who um, Hootie for him. Yeah, he's he's actually hootie. He was hootie.
6: I'm the uh, I was the Darius Rucker's backup. So whenever Darius got a cold or had diarrhea, they would wheel me out.
1: <laughs> and I would I would do Darius. He had a lot of diarrhea. He really liked to eat Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> he was a big man. All right. So we called we- him
6: we called him a rucker because he would toot so much and have these gastric issues, so That's how I perfected my,
1: uh, my uh, Darius. Mm -hmm. So go ahead, check check out the audio on Trump's feed.
4: Now it turns out everything's there. That they were the ones that dealt. Sounds like
1: he's rushing. in a tin can with like four echoes on it. Like they have the microphone fifty yards away from. It doesn't sound like he's picking up his lapel mic at all. Yes, and I think
3: that your words will probably reassure some folks. Let's get to our first voter. We've got Jacqueline Lugo. Now she is. I told you this. This audience is truly split between y'all. You are leaning. They're socially distanced.
1: Do you feel safe? <laughs> I feel so safe that this that this little Mexican woman is wearing a mask. I'm glad because she she looks really oh no what are you doing is she gonna bite somebody she might is she gonna attack somebody
3: Miami? <laughs> thank you very much beautiful. Uh, mr oh, no. president if you knew covid19
4: as you told bob woodward in february as, as what as you told bob woodward in february was airborne
3: and deadlier than then she before.
1: totally wrote this question right she she this is her question I told you this is, is the night when you guys all have a voice this is a night when you have Jay do you I feel really represented right now Jay do you feel do you feel like you have a voice right now like it matters because it does
6: yes I never felt that I had a voice until I hit political puberty and now I have my voice nice <laughs> we've, all passed, we've all passed political puberty we've found our voice Um, yeah that's good to know. So, uh, what are, where are we at? What are you doing? We're just doing some Trump clips, or is this like prepping for the... This is town this hall?
1: town hall, dude. This is... they're not Oh, doing... it's happening right now? Yeah, this is live right now. They're not doing... There's no debate. Okay. They're having dueling town halls. You've got Trump right here, and then we've got this other feed with Biden. 227,000 people watching Biden's feed on ABC News' YouTube channel. Only 184,000 watching Trump's feed. So, clearly the numbers show that this totally real election will be... <laughs> A landslide for Biden, I guess, will be the uh, the narrative. Ooh, I want you.
6: I don't know
2: if
1: I need you, but ooh, i to find out. <laughs> Dude, you could have you have you heard of Mark Passio? You could probably be in like a band with that guy. Uh, yeah. Well, I
6: was in uh, after my. Cover my, my being a hoodie cover guy, I became a backup for Savage Garden, like you said. So I was just <laughs> yeah. brushing up
1: on my Savage Gardens. Nice. Nice. We got we got a couple super chats. Let me read some of these. I got a testicular tat here. Let's I'm
7: feeling good as hell
1: Testicular tactics. Like Thank We're you so t- much t- for the super yeah. chat. It says Bliggity. Oh wait, wait, where'd it go? Nope, wrong one. Shout out to the best bald bearded orthodox carnivore on YouTube. Bobby's perspective. <laughs> 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 and you're banned? No, <laughs> thank you, thank just kidding. Thank you, Testicular Tactics. I, uh, I, I very much appreciate that. Big shout out to, to the best bald, bearded, orthodox carnivore on YouTube, Bobby. Uh, Bliggity Blocka donates five bucks. Says, sup my wiggle with a wiggarette. Assuming Jasmine is there, what do you do with the blood of your animals? Don't consume it. That's not Christian. Um, well, oh, that just goes into the dirt when you when you slaughter an animal, the the blood goes into the dirt and fertilizes the soil. So, Serbia donated five bucks. The, the nation of Serbia, thank you, Serbia. Uh, Serbia sends five bucks. Says, Is uh, is Alex Jones uh, agent or whatever? And why is he supporting Zionisms? And what about your position? Oh, oh, <laughs> we've got. Hard hitting uh super chat there. Thank you very much, Serbia. Oh wow. Call that you thank you very much, Serbia. Thank you, thank you. Uh I guess I don't know if there could be any sufficiently um spurgy enough answer for you to that question. I don't know. Uh, well Alex
6: today said that I am an official person. So he, he he gave you personhood? Yes, he said that are there are, are real you? people and there are fake people. He said J Dar is a real person. So Dude. I have confirmed.
1: That's amazing. He's like up. he's like Deckard. He's like in, he's like Deckard in Blade Runner. He he uh, he did the Turing test on Jay Dyer. He realized he's not a he's not a replicant. His, his replicant dar. Have you uh, read my analysis
6: of Blade Runner? You should read that. That's pretty good.
1: No, I not haven't. No much, much chance. No, we we did that episode of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I've seen I've seen a video. I think I've seen a video you did about Blade Runner, but I haven't read. The analysis on it.
6: I have a book. It's called Esoteric Hollywood. You should check it out.
1: There we go. Esoteric Hollywood. I have Esoteric Hollywood 2. I only have a second.
6: Oh, you don't have part one. Okay, well, I'll send you part one, except that COVID uh, doesn't allow the mail to run, I guess. So You know the mail in the U.S. is all effed up.
1: Really? There's no mail? The U.S. mail is messed up. Yeah. yeah what's, what's going on with it? What's the issue?
6: Like Everything's behind people are, are, some of these people are not delivering it. They're gumming up the works on purpose, I think, for the election.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's a, that's a huge topic right here because it's probably something we're not going to see talk much about in these town halls, right? I wouldn't expect uh, NBC News or ABC News to talk about this much at all. Let's see, let me see. No, I mail mean, not getting
6: delivered. It's, it's been a huge problem for a long time. I mean, first it was COVID
1: that was hurting
6: that, and then, uh, I suspect that it, it was worse. They just busted a mailman in, I think, Pittsburgh, um, intentionally not delivering eight gigantic bundle uh, bags of mail. Where was he? trying? What kind of neighborhood was this in, in Pittsburgh? I don't know. I just saw the article that
1: yeah. some guy was arrested by the feds. It was in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I saw a couple of uh, clips or like uh, photos from Twitter and Instagram of you know, thrown away um, ballots. I don't know how real they are. It's hard to verify. Yeah. You know, just dumpsters with, like, boxes of ballots in them. People were saying they were in conservative areas.
4: ...ask all over the place, and then he's bringing a plate in, and I'm saying, well, I don't know if that's so good. I mean, the good news, I didn't eat it, okay? I did. I decided not to eat it. This was a month ago. But I, look, look. you have, on the mask you know, you have two stories. You have a story where they want, a story where they don't want.
3: I am full well, for I don't get that, because it's just all of your public health officials, your administration, they're in unison John? about this. No. They're all in unison no. about it. University of Washington, which is a, a study, is a, a you have a model that your coronavirus force <laughs> relies on, says that if everyone wore a mask, you could cut expected deaths in half sixty thousand lives. Wow. Well, what does that
1: mean? Got it. expected deaths in half? Stop. You hear that? So we got federal agents raid home of Pittsburgh area mail carrier, collect bags of suspected undelivered mail. Right, There's like eight bags, eight huge bags. I don't know what that has to do with our voice being heard, Jay. Like, my voice is being heard. Your voice matters. Um, this is this is a real election. We can totally trust the results. I mean, that's crazy. Just, Go
6: ahead. He was just throwing it away. <laughs> he, he was just taking the mail from the mail from the post office to the, to the trash can out front. <laughs> that's insane.
1: This well, is crazy. Like, and then where is he going? Do they follow him? find where where do he go next right did he do that and then just like go home and sleep when he was supposed to be working or did he you know like what, what is this what is his motivation is he being paid he was putting
6: it out at the curb by his house the mailman was taking everyone's mail and putting it at the trash pickup at his house eight giant bags it's crazy so and I doubt he's the only one because right. I've, had, I've had mail in the last two months not be delivered
1: no so. way oh man was it important yeah like Consumer Reports, or
6: no? It was my uh, Beatus tests for being a boomer. Your 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 what's it called? Your statins. I was mailing it into uh, uh, Gil Bates Incorporated to oh, yeah. test my uh, Beatus results to see if I had a little little bit of AIDS and a little bit of Karunka. <laughs> there we go associations
5: and that generated 30 billion dollars came off the sideline because if you have a guarantee of $200,000 for your new startup enterprise you notice how much better is audio. You're going to be his able to audio is his audio is like 10 you're times better money as a guarantee you would be able to attract another $100,000 it, it generated thirty billion. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get all this I'm money. I'm changing from the that program. I'll get this done right. You gonna give one black $1 people billions of dollars. From, just give it to you. Uh, yeah, from just 15, give you um, yeah. one point five million dollars to thirty billion
6: dollars. So, uh, if you're a black person, you get automatically uh, one billion in reparations. Why doesn't he just go ahead and say that? You just say that? And
5: I, we're the same age, and we split our differences, and we're the same age, and we went to the same builder to buy us each the same home. But my home was in a white neighborhood on one side of a highway, and yours is in a black neighborhood. Same exact home. Your home will start off being valued 29% less than my home. Yet your insurance for that home will be higher. You'll be taxed more for it. We've got to end this. That's a how, the how are you going to fix this? What are you, what are you
1: going to... What is this? Like you're going to force gentrify everything? What do you mean you're going to fix this? What the
5: hell are you talking about? To give people a real opportunity. Cedric, think, Cedric, did, did you hear what you needed? What you needed? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just said, do you hear what you needed to hear? Uh, I think so.
1: Wait, why did they cut? the, why did the moderator just cut him off? <laughs> did he go off script? That was kind of I don't
5: weird. I do really mean it. It's the key. Mm-hmm. Look, this is the way every other... How, how do most... Like my dad, he lost his job up in Scranton. And it took him three years to be able to move down to Delaware to Claymont, Delaware, little steel town, and send us home to our grandpa to live with him. We finally got back. We Ooh. lived in apartments, became six and eight housing much later. It wasn't. It was just normal apartments. And, but it took him five years to be able to buy a home. Well, we bought a three-bedroom home with four kids and a grandpa living with us. But it accumulated wealth. You build up wealth. That's how middle class folks make it. They build up wealth, Then he was able to borrow a little against that to be able to help us get to school. Those kinds of things. It's about are a you? Uh, this
1: is world. deep, deep economic knowledge. This is amazing. I'm like, what's funny is, what if that black guy's not even
7: in there, and Joe Biden's just talking <laughs> to the sky? Why it is Joe like- Biden talking to the sky? <laughs>
1: This, they have this black man, they have him on like, they have him actually on a pedestal. Like he's legitimate, he's on a, he's he's, on a, he's on a 50
6: foot pedestal looking down. Yes.
1: Yeah. They've got, a, just, hmm, hmm. but no, he doesn't have to look down. He, just, he has to, he looks at Joe Biden on a screen in front of him, but Joe Biden has to look up at him, <laughs> prostrate
5: before him. <laughs> but they still won't run. They still won't lend it to you. We got to change that. It's about accumulating wealth. Want to get another yeah. question in here from Angelica Porte <laughs>
7: we not need right. the banks to give you guys money <laughs> what is it? the banks aren't giving you guys
1: loans enough we need you guys to get wealth by taking loans out from the yeah, banks
7: wow
1: Cruella yeah dude she's looking like uh, she looks like the what's the uh, <laughs> the witch in the Little Mermaid Ursula
5: bring it Ursula oh dude she has like a gillet that. Look at that! Mandatory she's part, part woman, part chicken. chicken. It had She's like two a in
6: your more like more like Ulcera. Against
5: in the crime bill, but it had a lot of other things in it.
6: <laughs> the boomer with ulcers. She's that, she's
5: I wrote the Violence Against Women Act. That was part of it. the assault weapons ban and other things that were good. Assault weapons ban. I, what I was against was assault getting wins? states more money for prison systems that they could build, state prison systems. And you have ninety-three. 93-
1: right, let's see what Trump's done. <sighs> It, Trump's is like a full-on interrogation. individual mandate made it
4: good, managed it much better. Remember, they had the $5 billion uh, website <laughs> disaster and all of the problems they had. The problem with Obamacare, it's not good. We'd like to terminate it, and we want a much less expensive health care that's a much better health care, and that's where we're aiming. And if we can do that, and we have a very good chance of doing it, but we've also brought down the price of Ob- Obamacare. Obamacare, it basically is never going to be great, and I want
3: to give great health care. i got you very much. on the pre-existing conditions. This is such a big issue for voters. It is a big issue for it, me, too. In point of fact, your administration is about to go to the Supreme Court to argue to That's throw right. out the rest of Obamacare, which includes the protections for That's pre-existing right. conditions. That's right. So your administration is in court right now, trying to get rid of that. They action.
1: make the audio just, they make it so bad, you can't even watch it. That's
6: Yeah, bad. and and he, I'm sure. I, 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 don't know what's going on, but I'm sure he's getting, like you said, interrogated, and they're giving Joe Biden these really, you know.
1: Yeah, that's that seems to be the vibe. The first question I caught is, "Are you so you just want to let people die? Do you believe in herd immunity? Do you don't want to just you don't want to you just want to let everybody die?" <laughs> Let's try a different feed, CNBC, maybe. Have a better audio. I
4: mean maybe I changed the party a lot over the last three years but we will protect people with pre-existing conditions and Savannah what I want to yeah, do I don't know
1: I mean this this whole thing is is pretty ridiculous Jay I've heard you you've done some really nice critiques on um, the Institute of so-called democracy which the United America is a it's a democratic Republic right it's not it's a republic but we get this word democracy thrown out there all the time and this idea of well, your vote counts, and if you just uh, get enough people, then they're going to rationally vote for the right person, and they're going to rationally vote for their own self-interest and the interest of everybody around them, and we can have a, um, you know, we have this government, and it's basically for the people, and the, the government's just responding to the people. Um, what, what do you think about democracy as an institution, and kind of the mythology of democracy in the West and in the U.S. right now? Well, it's based on relativism, first of all. It's
6: based on the idea that there isn't any objective truth and that uh, you should just kind of have these warring positions of uh, different parties, uh, so to speak, that will somehow balance things out. Because um, since there's not objective truth, there's just uh, this idea of will to power. So the way to supposedly have some check on this will to power is to allow these different parties to uh, battle it out and to sort of maintain some kind of balance. I mean, this the whole, the whole thing is ludicrous. The whole idea that there's not objective truth is ludicrous. Uh, And I mean, it's what undergirds the whole presupposition of quote democracy. So uh, it's, I don't even know where it came from as uh, as if this is what the country is built on. It's not what the country is built on. I, don't, I mean, it seems to be a thing that kind of was thrown in um, maybe within the last 30, 50 years. Yeah. The rise of the, the Democratic Party uh, formerly being something completely different than what it is now. Uh, It's really just a name. Uh, The whole idea of democracy, the criticism of Plato also is accurate in that it tends to just appeal to uh, the basis desires in humans. It's based on the manipulation of the basis desires because it's all about the lowest common denominator and what's the best way to garner the masses uh, other than appealing to the basis desires of the lowest common denominator. Right? That's what you end up doing. That's how you end up um, winning over the masses is through brutalizing them, desensitizing them, making them base, uh, giving them bad theology, bad philosophy, bad education, making them stupid, dumbing them down, and then they become a kind of a big blob that you can mold and move and, and, and utilize like a mob psychology. So that's what a, a democracy is in essence. Really, it only could make any sense at all, if any, in some kind of small tribal setting, perhaps you could have a more of a democratic uh, setup, or uh, you know, a localized town government. Uh, well,
1: it seems, like yeah, that. it seems like in monarchies, you know, local towns seem to have relative autonomy as far as you know, their daily life goes. The uh, you know the the doling out of justice locally, you know, it's not like you have when you look at. Uh, the, the czar, right? I mean, there wasn't this situation where it was like this. People think of the czar in the West. Oh, it's this terrible totalitarian uh, theocracy and they were so bad and mean and oppressive and, and the peasants and the people rose up and revolted. You know, the people, the people. And uh, you know, and then they created the Soviet Union, which is... That's not what happened. It right. was the
6: uh, Western banking elite that gave money to the Bolsheviks to yeah. kill the Tsar and his family.
1: Exactly. Not just kill him, but like I mean, there's evidence that it was kind of more of a, of a ritual a, murder. Yeah. yeah, a horrific m- ritual murder,
6: right? So uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that there's not really anything good to be said for democracy uh, except for something on a very small scale. It uh, also requires a very educated populace. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you could foist this on a gigantic, uh, you know, in, empire is ludicrous. A democratic empire is the most ridiculous thing ever and that's why this well, whole the pax americana american imperialist system will never work
1: and it's funny because the u.n kind of represents just another bigger model of that same thing you know it's just the, we have all the nation states will be basically represented by one person in this democratic global government <laughs> but it's i mean it's a total joke I mean, it just becomes an oligarchy all, all of these democracies they always become oligarchies
6: yeah, that's what Plato said, was that democracy quickly turns into mobocracy and oligarchy. Yeah, exactly. Again, because of its tendency to appeal to the basis desires uh, to achieve lowest common denominator and mass support. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Greek democracy, as I'm sure your audience knows, is nothing, it's nothing like what we're being told it is today, right? I mean, Athenian democracy was... Only male landowners can vote. This <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, very different. Nothing to do with social justice
1: nonsense. Yeah, and, and and that's the the word democracy is used in that social justice context, right? Um, I mean, you have the, in the French Revolution, it, it was a big part of it as well, right? Social justice was a large part of the uh, the French Revolution. I think a lot of people in the West, a lot of Americans, think about the French Revolution as a uh, you know this democratic movement. To, uh, to get rid of the terrible monarchs, but it, it, so there's a lot more going on there as well. You know, I mean, there's not, it wasn't just the people rising up against the tyrant, which is the history that you get given in the West, right? And we, even though the founding fathers of the US even went over there and had to help out in that French Revolution because it was just so important for, for their ideals of liberty, <laughs> liberty, like these, these terms like liberty, right? Liberty, fraternity, equality, which is actually Freemasonic. Right. Yeah, and cool. all of which were used in Francis' new encyclical, by the way. Which is what you were talking about today. Or no, you, uh, you did a stream on that, was it yesterday,
6: right? I, I talked about today, too, on the, the fourth hour of um <laughs> Jalex, uh, owns. if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, we covered Francis's, uh wild encyclical, but he's buckwiling out over there in Rome talking about just full on, no uh, borders, no walls, no USA at all. I mean, literally (laughs) that's what's in the encyclical. You you don't need to have self-defense. Meanwhile, by the way, uh, he drives around in a bulletproof uh, golf cart with 30 secret service Hmm. guys strapped. Hmm. Uh, This is sort of hard to take seriously with. (laughs) I mean, imagine me having 30 bodyguards around me and being like, "Uh, you don't have a right to self-defense bro.
2: Yeah.
6: I mean, this is, and this is happening. such such an aggressor and a a proponent of violence. Meanwhile, I've got a bunch of dudes with like earpieces and
1: sunglasses and guns ready to fire anybody. Yeah. And and all the while, you know, I mean, some of the biggest Catholic populations, Roman Catholic populations are in South America and these countries are just being destroyed by all these lockdown uh, regulations. You had, you know, there's lots of videos of police. It's funny that
6: he doesn't uh, – he cares so much about poverty and economics he doesn't mention that
1: about no. these countries. doesn't mention so. all the people put to the brink of starvation and the poorest in the world getting more and more poor. And guess what the result of this? As the poor of the world get more and more poor, all their nations are being flooded with money through the IMF, through the World Bank. They're all being flooded with this money that's being given to the puppet governments. And guess what they're doing with that? They're building up caches of weaponry to be used against the eventual populist uprisings that are expected in response to the rollout of further fourth industrial revolution, oppressive technocratic measures for controlling, tracking, and tracing every part of society, every single person. And they got the children and their schools are all shut down still here in South America. It's like the hospitals are empty. Um, Most people understand this is completely ridiculous. It's a complete joke. You got Pope Francis here, uh, King Peter Pope. Um, and Look his, at
6: all of his uh, strapped Secret Service men, and he says that
1: self defense is violence and wrong, and yeah. you shouldn't build walls. No, no more, no more wars, no more. No, we can't have weapons. We got to get rid of all that. We got to turn our uh, turn our, our guns into plowshares, and and all work together in the great, great global order of global. He also
6: says uh, you shouldn't have a wall around your country your mm-hmm. borders. Uh, meanwhile, uh, here's the Vatican.
1: It, has, it seems to have a wall, as far as I can tell. Well, that's the, the former Vatican, the new non-patriarchal Vatican, the new decentralized Vatican,
4: or whatever. What are they call By the it? way, he says,
1: uh, uh, that if you have private property, if you make a
6: profit, this kind of stuff, then you are an evil capitalist. Uh, of course, I'm not interested in, in any of the uh, modern uh, atheistic economic systems, but, uh, I mean, Francis is at least titularly speaking, the head of a gigantic international bank known as the Vatican Bank, which has had decades and decades of scandals. Many, many books have been written on the scandals of the Vatican Bank. In fact, one of the popes was even presumably assassinated as a result of the uh, many Vatican Bank scandals, uh, John Paul I. Uh, David Yallop has a famous book on this.
1: Yeah. Well, I find it fascinating too how, how much education is changing, right? And you have now – this was I was going to say, was, uh, say a minute ago is the – all the children here, their schools are still shut down and they're at home and they have to do the distance learning I guess is what they're calling it in the U.S. and in the West – uh, but it requires them to have things like iPads, cell phones, which a lot of people here do not have. But now this is forcing it to where everybody's going to need to have cell phones. They want to have every child have their own cell phone. And this is the new government thing. Um, so they're, they're, the education that's being rolled out in the third world, uh, where is this coming from? Where are all these ideas coming from? They're having forcing all these children to be locked into these devices all the time now. ...putting the surveillance devices all over, um, I I find that just fascinating, fascinating. We're not going to hear anything about this in these town halls, guaranteed. They're just these things that they're rolling out, like digital education, all this crap... Uh, telemedicine, all these stupid technocratic dehumanizing processes for trying to keep us away from socializing with each other in a real way, touching each other, being around each other, being around family, being around friends. You can have funerals, any of this stuff, uh, they, and and they want to put phones in the hands of every little kid in the third world. A lot of these kids can't even eat, but they want to force them to have to buy you know several hundred dollar Samsung and Apple phones so that they can do their school, which is you know for what. It means, some, common core curriculum, standardizing people uh, from from freaking UN and the technocrats and Bill Gates or something, you know, it's, it's, um, it's insane. So I don't expect to hear much of this in the, uh, in the talk. I, don't hear, I don't expect to hear much about Agenda 21 from either candidate. Um, the, these things do not get spoken about, things that actually affect your life, things that are actually long-term social engineering um, uh, pieces on the chessboard, these don't get talked about. Did you repeat all that? I was just sitting here looking pretty, dog. Here give me flashbacks to uh Blue Steel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> here, give me flashback to the, the lifting vegan logic thing where he's just like sitting there on his phone trying to look pretty. Or like trying to ask him questions. He's just like, <laughs> hold on, give my partner.
2: <laughs>
1: I like how he was
6: scrolling with such he was scrolling like a French king at, at dinner. <laughs>
1: Away with you! Away with you! you? guys <laughs> uh, fed posters in the in the chat. It's funny how like how people from like you could tell where where certain chatters come from, what channels they come from, and they don't even realize what they're doing. Uh, what's happening? Oh, you, you know, just people what just is, people just post Yeah, stuff. haters. No, not even that. People just try to. Are you going to take Collins, or is this... Yeah, we're going to take... We're, I was thinking about taking Collins. Um, are, you gonna, gonna, uh,
6: are you going back to the debate, or what, what do you want to talk about? I was,
1: I was just talking. On the debate, us. the town hall, or whatever. Whatever you want to talk about, dude. Well, did you see...
6: Um, so, there's this... Uh, Archbishop degano. Did you see what he said? What did he say?
1: No, I didn't see that.
6: So he wrote a letter to Trump um, some months ago that Trump shared and it was about how there is this secret society network that wants to essentially destroy uh, the West, destroy what remains of, you know, the non technocratic idea of America and so forth. Okay. Uh, And then Trump retweeted that. And then he also said that Francis is involved in this and that now there is a deep church that works with the deep state that would like to um, upset things. Mm. So uh, now I'm not saying that this means, oh, well then see, there's all these good people in in the Roman Catholic hierarchy that are telling the truth. Uh, No, I, I don't really care about to what degree Archbishop Vigano knows or doesn't know what all's going on, It's just yet another high level testimony from Vatican connected clerics who are basically just coming out and saying what's going on. Like he's openly saying that that there are secret societies and networks that have been subverting the West and the Church. Again, this is a mainline cleric. This is not yeah. some crazy Brad Catholic like Taylor Marshall or something. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, well, yet you you George Washington actually wrote about the uh, the so-called Illuminati. Now, this this word is so bastardized; it's used in such a stupid way, and people dumb down the narrative so much by just being uh, just people being kooks about all this stuff. But yet George Washington openly wrote about secret societies infiltrating. Um, Freemasonry and uh, you can read that in some of his letters as well but this that's uh, yeah, but this is like a high
6: just, level uh, modern Vatican cleric yeah, talking man. about et Coagula the Masonic dictum of what they're trying to do and uh, what they're trying to bring in uh, that somebody like this would admit that is pretty wild it's not what you would expect
1: so Trump retweeted I mean, this he retweeted this specific this whole uh, his note his letter
6: I believe that's correct. This was some months ago, though, so I yeah. may be wrong. But more recently, he's now saying that the power structure within the Roman Catholic Church is also working to do the same type of thing to bring in this this global order. Yeah. So all of that comes on the heels of the memo mentioning that uh, Hillary, you know, basically— Admitted to concocting the whole Russia thing, mm-hmm.
2: and that's
6: not. The news hasn't even covered this. Like This is the biggest. This is bigger than Watergate, and the news hasn't won't touch it. And yet here it is. saying, Yeah. You know,
1: just, now what's up with that? What What's going on here? Do you see Twitter is uh, was also censoring uh, some some subjects, certain subjects, the last few days. Yeah, uh,
6: a certain son of a certain Joe. Yeah. Uh, you may not want me to talk about that. No,
1: I don't. Yet. I don't. Yeah, it's fine as long as we don't go you know, go full Fed posting with it.
6: <laughs> well, it really just vindicates the color revolution uh, stuff that I've been talking about with what happened in the Ukraine and that back in 2013 when the, the coup happened at the behest of State Department and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was so that they could divvy up the resources and the, the corporations in the Ukraine and and give it out to their partners, pay for play, as it's known. And uh, it went to people like Biden Jr., uh, and that is what has come out yesterday. And so that is what's being censored exactly.
1: I saw I saw the clip of Giuliani. It's always a little bit weird, like when you see you see somebody that you know is so shady going hard against someone else that you know is really shady. So yeah, Giuliani was uh, was kind of calling out uh, Hunter Biden for a the, with the email that was revealed where he speaks about kind of the method of he says something like well I'm not like pops I'm not going to take half of your salary when I do this favor for you it sounds like he was drunk and he was having an emotional outburst his wife and email or something but he mentioned his dad taking half of the salary um in that and Giuliani read this out I think it might have been on it must have been Fox or something but I saw that clip today on Twitter did you you see that one No, I
6: saw uh, the written articles, and then I saw uh, Mm. Alex Johnsonius covered it today, and then I saw uh, Tucker cover it. Nice. Um. But, yeah, it's funny that uh, it's so transparent. Uh, And by the way, another big kind of thing came out over at Conservative Treehouse, uh, which is interesting because they obtained a 94-page memo that details uh, how the media all worked together with the intelligence operatives at the FBI and the CIA to uh, spread the and and sort of back each other up. So when they would say things like an intelligence leak, it was from people that they were coordinating with who would also put articles out to back up the guys claiming that they had a source over with these guys who were saying that their source was over with these guys. It was just a stupid circle. It was all totally fake. Um, and I'll give a shout out to the Duran. Uh, they, they covered it, uh, just a few hours ago, but really well in their video where they covered the, uh, the 94 page PDF that details how they, they did all this operation. It's, it's, it's kind of mind blowing the level of, um,
1: like it's like the level of it's corruption it's like, yeah, like it
6: requires a it's almost like an evil calculus like a right. like a master villain is cooking up this kind of like you know this I, I don't even know how you could make sense of this it's yeah. so intricate well yeah and it's, it's and this it's, is just the lower dumb. levels
1: this is just this is the lower levels this isn't even like yeah this is just media level stuff yeah this is low level this is like the crumbs this is the corruption crumbs I mean, like imagine the deals that are going down with you know the the rollout of things like 5G infrastructure with telecommunications industry, who we know have been intimately intertwined with uh, the the defense department since the inception of Silicon Valley, right? Silicon Valley used to be called Microwave Valley, uh, you know the the rolling out of the uh, of the radio frequency network of the uh, uh, of all these radio communications devices and radar during the Second World War was kind of the genesis of this technocratic institution that we see now that's blossomed into something that's all encompassing right big tech getting trying to get in between you and every transaction whether that transaction is monetary or social right they want it they want to be in the middle of you in every social transaction uh, in, in the middle of every every child's education with surveillance devices and, and and weaponized surveillance devices in everybody's home from every angle communicating uh using the military weaponry, essentially. So, I mean, this is this is absolutely incredible that this has been able to uh, to go this far, and we see no pushback from either side on some of these issues, right? Some things like, uh, I mean, you never see pushback against the telecommunications industry from uh, from either one of these uh, parties, and I, I think, um, yeah, that, that that's kind of the the low level crumbs that we see in the corruption that you see now at the low levels is. Uh, is Small fries compared people, to like people who's... have
6: a really hard time conceiving of a um a plan that is that wide in scope that yeah. it wouldn't that it, it would encompass every aspect and area of life. Mm-hmm. I think people just think that that's too too much. Yeah, it's too far fetched. It's too out there. It's too much like a Bond villain. And yeah, in all of their books, it's exactly what they say openly. So yeah. Well, you know, uh, you you know, know, if people go aren't on. going to um be willing to look at that and consider it at that level then it's just it's only to their own detriment
1: yeah so uh, there's there are and a lot of these philanthropists too that we've seen that are so prominent in what uh what's being pushed you have certain philanthropists that focus on activism other philanthropists that focus on the medical industry right um but then you've got guys like uh that are outside the English language you don't even hear about. Like Carlos Slim owns the entire telecommunications network all through Mexico, Central America, and South America. Like he owns Claro, uh, Movistar, like he owns the networks that everybody's communicating with throughout the whole southern hemisphere, Latin America, right? Close friends with Bill Gates, of course. Carlos Slim, he's a philanthropist, right? He's a a philanthropist, but he is a, for a long time, he was much richer than Bill Gates. He was the richest man in the world. Now, I'm not sure if Bill, maybe Bill Gates has overtaken him, but Carlos Slim was the richest man in the world back in, like, what was it? Two, 2010. 2010. Um, so, right. you know, this is, you see what's going on here, and then you look at the things that these guys have their hands in at the philanthropy level. Um, it's it's astonishing, right? I and mean, Bill Gates wants to be inside of all of you, mandatory, right? I and mean, the world can't go back to normal until Bill Gates. Is Why are you saying you
6: don't want Bill inside of you? That's bigotry. I
1: thought you were anti bigotry Love is love. You know, you're right. Love yes. is love is love. And Bill Gates has a lot of love, and he wants to put his love in all of us. He just wants
6: to get your testosterone numbers down.
1: I wanna yeah. give you every inch of my.
4: Get those numbers movie. down or
6: get get tristan's t levels down uh, i, I want to get i want to know tristan's d levels uh, uh, you know dr gregor has high d levels and i want to know tristan's d level
1: <laughs> all right we got um come over here to the chat i don't that was <laughs> yeah, i i, knighted, I had the night jet throw over in the chat because we had a we had an army of of trolls over there apparently uh flank flank two is Having a hissy fit, I, I guess, and sending his on. Why do you guys? Why is it always something? It's always either a group of vegans or a group of, I mean, they're basically the same thing. The flank tufanol fans out there, you guys are just as pathetic as the vegans. Um, it, it's like you're you're freaking blind, deaf, and dumb in the chat, just repeating shit you heard from this spurg. Um, get your lives together and and don't come over here and fed posts and act like dorks. Welcome to the internet. Like, I don't know how old your fan base is, Frank, but I hope you're watching on your stream right now. Fucking get your shit together, all of you. All of you. Fix your dad relationship... Fix your relationship with your dad and quit being little dorks. Get out of this chat. Uh, thank you to the uh, to Jethro for keeping it <laughs> YouTube in there. Um, all right. Sorry. Well, um yeah I, I philanthropy philanthropy <clears throat> <clears throat> philanthropy pee in the poop
4: we,
6: we both seem to be really uh, besieged by uh, ankle biters of like weirdos that are just obsessively you know making videos
1: every day yeah yeah like there's some people they'll, they'll go two weeks where all their content is about you it's just okay calm down a little bit you'll be okay calm down Everyone kept telling me to go to broke dark. Yeah, broke dark and handsome. Exactly. Everyone, everyone told me to go. Look, I'm not trying to give attention to to the little cam girl, but um, but we might might have to go over and just see see what he's saying. There was somebody sent here. We can do this. We'll watch one clip of what he said. Somebody sent me. I don't know. Come over here. I don't know. I, I'm am sick of it. I'm sick of these Spurs. But yeah, dude. Um, this this election, it seems extra. Extra weighty. Um, You know, every election is the most important election. Always. They always say that. The most important election of our lives. But this one does seem like especially contentious and freaking insane. I I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Do you got any any predictions?
6: Well, I do think that uh, Don will probably win. Um, I don't expect... That to go smoothly, I expect there to be a lot of um, contention, a lot of yeah. um, contesting the election, and then they'll drag that out, and they'll probably just keep trying to hold everybody hostage with this sort of uh, burning the city's narrative, the mobs, riots. This this kind of stuff is what I expect yeah. uh, when there is kind of a, a you know a- exempting the you know like election fraud or something like that, which I'm sure there will be elements of that. Um, but I don't I mean it's just I've never seen anything like it. it's all so crazy I, I wouldn't even know what to what the to guess is I gonna come although I am
8: I am now.
1: concerned yeah and strong as an ox who the fuck is this guy hey who the fuck are we you a, we got a super chat there who the fuck are you thank you Dylan hey, like right. thank you very much for that super chat Dylan Dylan donates five bucks says to check out Lush Sucks on Instagram he's got a good combined picture of Bill Gates and Greta Let's check that image out. Thank you very much. I got the, uh, you sent me a link too. That always helps. When people try to make me search for something, it's like, just send the link in the super
7: chat. Brenton. Brenton.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got to just get the curve down on the little children's IQ. Really young. If we could just make sure that they're eating all the fortified, well, you fortify your kibble with so many nutrients. Oh, we can even engineer vaccines into your kibble. So we're just going to make sure to get all the curves really low. How dare you. Yeah. She's
4: making sure. <laughs> school.
1: <laughs> you stole my childhood. Why did you stop stealing my childhood? Give it back. Give it back.
5: Take the vaccines. Come on. Me and Dr. Fauci, were are so oppressed. There's a lot of conspiracy theories going around about me and Dr. Fauci.
6: Give us have our
1: childhood.
6: Seen, have you seen most
1: of the Bond movies? I've not seen. No, I've only. I've seen most of the modern ones, but I've seen like two Sean Connery Bond films and one. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Roger Moore. I've seen one Roger Moore, but. Did you
6: watch during the Pierce Brosnan and uh, Timothy Dalton '80s and '90s era? Well,
1: uh, yeah. Well, like Golden Eye was the first Pierce Brosnan one, right? And then he had—I saw a few of those, but not—not. Not, I didn't like the Pierce Brosnan ones that much. Some of them were okay. They're
6: pretty goofy. They're you know, they're, they're pretty out there. <clears throat> yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, I gotta so go there's back. A and cool, watch. <clears throat>
6: there's a few relevant elements in some of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but uh, there's some pretty heavy um, deep state type of stuff in the. The Living Daylights and uh, the other Tim Dalton one but you know I just keep flashing back to these instances of uh, Bond villains cooking up stuff like what old Gil says and one of the ones that comes to mind is the one that's a kind of unique Bond film because it's the one that has the guy that nobody remembers uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, mm-hmm. which is, it was a, a mainline Bond release, but it was the guy who was only Bond for that movie. I forget the guy's name, mm-hmm. George something, I don't, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. uh, the plot is fascinating because I read that novel and it's in the novel too. No, excuse me, it's not in the novel, every element that Blofeld, who I think is played by Telly Savalas, not Donald Pleasence, but. He uses uh, the idea of stabbies. He's mm-hmm. going to use stabbies, and he's going to set it up to where the world needs his stabbies.
1: How interesting! So that's what's the title of that one again for the audience?
6: On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Now, if you read the novel, I don't think it mentions stabbies, but it does yeah. mention it in the screenplay in the in the film.
1: And uh, how, how is the villain portrayed? Is he? Is he like a nerdy technocrat, or is he like an evil, powerful, mean, ruthless killer? Or how? How do they do uh, that? He's
6: like the nerdy technocrat with the the you know it's it's the same Blofeld outfit of the gray you know thing buttoned <laughs> all the way. Yeah,
1: the Doctor Evil gray suit.
6: Yeah, that gray suit that's buttoned all the way up, and okay, he's uh, you know the bald guy. But uh, if you, I highly recommend that one. It's actually um, worth watching. The cinematography is really good too. By the way, yeah. I see who's in that one. It's 1969, and it's uh, the Forgotten Bond dude. What was his name?
1: Pepe Escobar's article. You sent me this one? George, George Lazenby. Yeah, that's yeah. a good article on what all going down right yeah. now. I like the
6: title. Uh, George Lazenby, but uh, if you look up Blofeld, uh, in that he, it might even be a clip of it, like just a section of like, you know how in every Bond movie the villain like has to tout his, uh, you know, his master plot or whatever, and he has to lay it all out. Yeah. But he does that in that as well. There's Telly, Telly Savalas as Blofeld.
1: Okay, so that's what that's actually what Doctor Evil was visually.
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's the 60s, 70s era Blofeld. Exactly. Okay. And it's that it's that quasi communist kind of guard, right? The, yeah, the Blofeld. Maui
1: the Mao jacket. Hillary Clinton yeah, wears those Blofeld sometimes. Clinton likes to put those on.
6: Blofeld, uh wears that. He's also you know the one with the cat. He's a cat, cat yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs>
6: but uh, it isn't interesting that they have him with the cat, right? Which is, the, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to have a cat, but I mean, I think they were trying to. <laughs> you have the impression that this is he's like he's a soy guy, friend. right? Like, he doesn't like doggies, he's a cat boy. You know, there's Blofeld with the cat, as Donald Pleasence is. Blofeld. Uh-huh. I mean, this guy's a weirdo, right? And well, and Donald Pleasance
1: is perfect to play that character, too. I, yes. I like Donald Pleasance's character in uh, he was in THX 1138,
6: and yes. he, <laughs> he's he plays a villain quite often. He's pretty yeah, good, as a he is
1: good as a villain.
6: And then there was another guy who played Bullefield with the exact same garb. Uh, I forget this guy's name, but he also plays uh, Crowley in the uh, Dennis Wheatley story, Devil Rides Out with Christopher Lee. Okay. He plays the character based on Crowley from Dennis Wheatley's novel in that movie.
1: Uh, what's the character's name?
6: What do they name him? Uh, Mokato in the Dennis Wheatley story. If you've never seen Devil Rides Out, I recommend that it, it would be worth actually covering I can't believe I'll put it in uh, Esther Hollywood 2 I think but yeah. uh, it's actually worth covering because it's a, it's a it's basically a British cult that is taking girls brainwashing them
2: mm-hmm.
6: uh, and Christopher Lee plays this guy who's kind of an
1: occult detective uh, who, who kind of foils their plots but yeah Is that the one where Christopher Lee, he's done, he did an interview where he was being asked about the occult. He was being accused of being involved in black magic. And he says, like, no, the occult is real. He said black magic is real. And you get involved with that stuff, and the price could be your soul. Yeah. So you could lose your mind and your soul.
2: Um,
6: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, he was, uh, uh, it was long rumored that he was an uh, RAF, Royal Air Force RAF assassin. Wow. Christopher Lee and then uh if you watched i mean it was known that he worked for the for british uh, special operations but yeah. whether he was actually an assassin uh, nobody was sure and then i came across that, that clip there's a clip if you look it up where they're filming it's like outtakes from lord of the rings yeah and peter jackson's like telling uh, i think worm tongue when he falls off of the tower in the, in the two towers he's like oh you know when you fall off you get stabbed to scream and Christopher Lee's like, no no, don't scream. No one screams when they're stabbed. And they're like, how do you know? And he's like, let's just say I've been involved in operations. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, when you stab someone from behind, they got, they gasp. <laughs> right? And so he's explaining how a person gasps when they're stabbed from behind, they don't go, ah right. <laughs> And okay. so he's basically confirming, or at least implying, that you know he, he actually was an
1: assassin. So I think it's probably pretty likely, or at least witnessed some assassinations somehow. Somehow, as a neutral witness, <laughs> that's super crazy.
6: But people, that's another example of like a direct, you know, connection between famous actor and. Working for intelligence and doing more than just acting, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Do we still got? We still have these people coming in the chat. So Frank, apparently, Frank is telling his audience to come over in the chat and tell my audience to go and watch Frank. So I guess maybe we'll just we'll pull up his. Let's see what he's saying, real quick, just to just to clarify what the hell is going on over here. Why you Spurgs trying to raid? Let me see. Are you sure I'm not delusional? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
0: mean, like, (laughs) the schizophrenia, delusional, like, crazy blanket stuff is completely ridiculous at this point. (laughs) These people basically tried to harass me and discredit me for a year. And once they realized (laughs) that I wasn't going anywhere, now they're just trying to call me crazy and, and say, oh, he's crazy. Don't listen to him. Oh, he's delusional. Don't listen to him.
1: I guess you said it all right there. Um <laughs> are you talking about you? Who are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's talking about what people say about him, I guess. It sounds like he's just having a full-on breakdown. I guess I've become a target of his delusions. I don't know. I, guess, I don't know. It seems like he, you said... <laughs> well, it's
6: like, it's like you have said for the last year, you know, this is kind of like a big, bizarro beauty pageant where yeah. people are thinking they're going to have their dreams come true when they become e-celebs,
1: you know. You mean I'm not... They won't. No, you mean my dreams won't come true if I get a million subscribers and people start looking at me and staring at me and watching me and looking at my beauty, looking at my shininess.
6: All right. Yeah, I don't. I I'm don't to go back to being being like <laughs> vegan, lifting vegan logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look, like, I don't know what you guys
6: are saying. I I'm like too bored. Uh, yeah, no, okay, okay, Justin, yeah, whatever. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> that was really
2: yeah. funny, man.
1: Hey, he, he can come back on. We got we got open lines, guys. If you want to call in, y'all feel free to call in. Also, uh, you know, we got F- Frankie Tofano freaking out over whatever. I guess he's a man that I dared to stream at the same time as him. You're welcome to call in too, dude. You've been making all these crazy accusations about me for like a year. I've told you several times, you can come on, you can air it out. I'll be really nice to you. You can tell me whatever issue you have. Tell me whatever issue you got. Let's talk it out, flanky boy. I uh, I don't know. Or you can keep sending your little dork uh, audience over to, uh, to say stuff. But I've got the most handsome man on YouTube right now swiping away. Look at that. Swipe left. Swipe left. Dad, swipe left
7: i figured out a way too, to...
6: swipe left. Swipe, instead of actually swiping left, I actually just sort of do a light like,
1: slap left. Slap left. Slap left. Uh, Just brush it off. Brush it off. <laughs> brush it off. Brush it off. <laughs> Dad, swipe left. My uncle, swipe left. Positive male role models in my life, always, swipe left. Pornography? Uh, swipe right. Uh, 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 uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. I'm a kid. I'm a kid got to vote for the cube. Um, make
0: as many people as happy as possible. And I'll always believe in that vision. But, you okay. know. When I don't know what this has to do with me. Let's find where he's talking about me and, and see if we can actually. To... <sighs> where is. I don't know
1: what. You get
0: curious how he's getting some of these guests on. Like, why is Michaela Peterson going on Primal Hedge Health live stream? Why is John Venus talking <laughs> to him? Why is he able to get raw alignment on his live stream? Be- because I
1: don't yeah. act like you. Frank. Because I talk to people and I like people. And I don't just attack them because I'm jealous of everybody. Because because I enjoy people and I can talk to them. That's why, Frank. And people don't come on your show because you don't invite them and you hate everybody. So stop hating yourself. Stop hating everybody else. And, just, and get your shit together and then maybe you won't have these issues. Stop being jealous of everybody. They
0: have one thing in common. They're members of Freemasonry. And they support uh, each other. I'm, That's why they're Tim Sheath, Goji Man, right here. Goji Man, <laughs> I love it. Goji goji
6: the carnivore,
0: and they're Goji Man. People. They are all Freemasons, and they all support each other in well, one way or another. This is so
7: much more important, you, you guys, to, in and, the election. Since he's a member,
0: Freemason, it's pretty obvious. Why
7: else
6: would they all be supporting each other?
7: Pretty obvious that he's a Mason. <laughs> we were Maybe just we're... talking about... We... How many times...
1: on somebody else's stream, they're all part of the same secret society. Anybody who talks to somebody... Anybody that I'm jealous of is a Freemason. <laughs> they're all Freemasons. Alright, that's... I can't. That's all. Let's just go back to Bill Gates and Greta. Well, let's see. We can check, check on the town hall. I, I, am I... I was just
6: trying to... Am I too pretty for your streams? I'm just trying to figure out yeah. if I'm too... To, am I too hot for your streams? I don't want to like, I don't want to upset the audience and, you know, just kind of like cause them all to lust and have to, you know, feel bad because I feel
1: like, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty. What do you mean? Do you want, do you want my opinion on that? Do you want to hear what I think? Yeah, man. All right. What's, well, whoa. <laughs> That's like, has anybody ever told you that, whoa, did you just change the lighting? It did that on its own. That's it, what did I'm it, it on its own? You just had to it flip it on. does, does it on its own, dude. That's what I'm saying. Dude, he flipped his eyebrow and the lighting changed. That was amazing. Wait, dude it again. Yes. <laughs> I think you have a lot of potential, Jay. I think you, you have big potential, man, to be at least, you know, um, to be at least like a million subscriber IRL streamer. I think you could be. I think you're. I think you're OnlyFans. Well,
6: but... I'll be over on Lonely Fans. I guess you can yeah. be. Oh, excuse me, on OnlyFans. You can be on Lonely Fans.
1: How's that? I guess. I guess. You set not. up your Lonely Fans account. Just not as handsome. Dang. Um, all right, we're we're taking calls. Me... Oh, by
6: the way, do you like Tom Coom better or Coom Cruise?
1: Coom Cruise for sure.
6: Coom Cruise or Tom Coom?
1: <laughs> I think they're both pretty good. Uh oh. Is this a caller? This is a caller. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, it's Tom Kim himself. It's friggin' it's call- What's up, boys? Matt, Matt, Matt. I can't, I can't have a stream without Matt calling me. Well, well, okay, up, Speaking of upstaging me always, Matt <laughs> Andrews. No, 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 no. Listen. Speaking of guys have- that are handsomer than me. Matt well, Andrews. listen,
8: last time, last time I got carried away, I was a little... I didn't hit the gym today because I wasn't feeling it, so I'm not going to be as testosterone heavy. I'm not okay. going to... No more
1: <laughs> You're going to chill out of the toxic masculinity a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah.
8: I, I wasn't going to join, but then I saw Jay was on, so I figured I had to join the boys. But what uh, did you, you, you guys feel about the town
1: hall? How would you feel? Uh, we barely it watched it. didn't there. have enough
6: male models. That's, that's my criticism.
0: I agree. I, I, I think, think Greta, was
1: Greta should have been moderating both town halls. I'm pretty offended that she wasn't involved.
8: Yeah, for sure. It needed something. Did you see the the black woman in the background like nodding at everything Trump said?
1: Yeah, what's up with like all these people were there? Nobody was <laughs> nobody was even naked. Like what is this? Like this is two thousand twenty. Like where's the nudity? Where's the explosions? I don't know. I thought it was the plot. They should've had yeah, they should have had like
6: giant jiggling breasts
7: asking. Trump questions, <laughs> right. Just just a
1: pair like of breasts asked the question. Like, <laughs> that's twenty years from now, it's just going to be just close ups on boobs, and the question is written in like marker on the boobs, and it's like is <laughs> exactly. and it's like is orange man bad, and it's yes, that would be the answer. It's just yes, honestly, or no. that would be more
8: effective than what's going on now. Honestly, is it still going on? No, no, it ended at nine. It was pretty quick.
1: Yeah, that was just fake. I mean, it's, they were interrogating Trump. Joe Biden was getting softballs lobbed at him. Joe Biden couldn't stop staring at the sky. I don't know what he's looking at up there.
8: The last, like, 15 to 20 minutes were pretty wholesome for the Trump one. I didn't watch the Biden one. Right. I don't know why they were going on at the same time. Like, if you're trying to influence voters, don't they want me to watch both?
1: No, I think what they want is they'll say, Joe Biden's had more views. Therefore, look, he's definitely going to win. And it's totally legitimate if we declare he won. Have you? What do you yeah. think about Jay's level of? Uh, do you think he's handsome? I'm oh hard. yeah, for sure. More important, like all right. Honestly, well, I
8: can't really comment on that because I'm 19 years old, so it's like scandalous.
1: On a scale <laughs> of one to ten, like what do you give Jay? The audience
6: can't concentrate because I'm over here looking hot. Okay.
1: Pretend I'm not much younger.
8: We'll say Jay is like a 11. <laughs> on a scale of one to 100, or on a scale of one to five? one to 10. No, one to five. One to five, yeah, one to five. What about me? What about me? Look, I don't even care. I'm not even, like, posing. <laughs> uh, even see, now we're getting into this, like, What's competitive up? thing. I don't know, I don't want to endorse that.
1: Sup. I don't want to choose sides here. I'm mm-hmm. the same way. Look, I'm leaning the same way as Jay. You
8: know what, you got the shirt, but Jay has the bookcase behind him.
1: I don't know.
4: Yeah, I got the Tony Soprano uh, tracksuit. I got the fucking tracksuit.
8: Ah, uh, Tristan, what do you think about Java Monster Energy? Uh, boomer.
1: Yeah. boomer. The stream is sponsored by Monster. Dude, boomer. You, you're, what are you, a trans boomer now? Like I thought you're. You're supposed to be our, our like our, our. You're supposed to be the, like, us putting our finger on the pulse of the youth, and here you are drinking your boomer juice. What the hell's your problem? I had to. I was tired. You're tired. I had I had to watch this stream. So. You had to watch this stream. My goodness. My goodness, Maddie. What do you hey, Look, I don't Maddie, drink coffee that much. Last time you were on, you said overweight people are not allowed to vote. You, yeah. you, made, you made Aaron the big black dude, the black, the black guy on the stream, he had to ask you if he's allowed to vote. And Yes. You, you in my, well, okay.
8: It was a hypothetical in the case that I was the king of my own land. Okay, And Aaron is, a, Aaron is a big supporter of mine. So he was asking for permission and he was asking for some sort of approval from me. Okay, it wasn't like some white guy was <laughs> was giving permission to the black guy. Okay, don't make it look worse than it was. All right, man. I don't know. I don't know. Jay, someone cool. says you look like Paul Joseph Watson. in the audience
6: says I look like Paul Joseph Watson. Paul yeah,
8: Joseph I Watson. Paul's not. Paul Joseph enough. Watson. Paul's voice pisses me Paul. off.
1: What do you, what do you think, Matty? Who do you think's going to win? Who do you think is going to win this election? What's going to happen? I'm if, still I'm
8: still with a Trump landslide. Trump I don't, landslide. don't believe any of the
1: polls. I don't believe any of Twitter. Yeah. Mm, I'm I still with
8: the Trump cool. landslide.
1: What about what about all this election software, possibility of election software being hacked? Jay, what do you, the, the the media is seeding the narrative uh, for no matter what happens to it, uh, for it to be heavily contested. Like the Microsoft software that they're trying to get Election Guard Everywhere, uh, mm. what do you make of this? More buildings. Yeah, I
6: mean, they certainly don't want to repeat a 2016, so I'm sure they will pull out all the stops. So I don't know. I mean, I still think it's going to be difficult to patch up this landslide. I mean, the the information that came out yesterday could have been a, a, an ending of the whole campaign. I mean, mm. we'll know in the next couple of days with what came out with uh, yeah, Biden Jr. But I mean. If, could you imagine if that was on the other side?
1: Exactly. Well, this I, is – it amazes me. I mean, I don't know. This is something that's so amazing about America is people can be shown exactly what's going on and they'll still just say, yeah, no, nah, I'm just going to believe what whatever CNN tells me. Like I'll just, I'm just going to wait a- for Anderson Cooper to frame that yeah. for me and I'll believe whatever he says.
6: There's this weird thing in America about politics where – I don't know why this is the case, but – For a lot of people, it's also like a family tradition, kind of like religion. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, uh, I'm Catholic because my mom, grandma was Catholic. Oh, I'm Baptist because, well, you know, I was just raised Baptist. Oh, uh, we're Democrats because, uh, you know, my family goes back Democrat uh, 100 years. It's like, what? (laughs) It's bizarre. There's no rationale
8: to it other than it's just the way that it is. It's weird. Kristen, someone said Jordan Moore said he likes the to toxic Matt. He was the one who in our first stream was making fun of me for being Gen Z and I put him in his place. Remember that?
1: Dude, none of these people none of these people send super chats. Why do their opinions matter? Jordan yeah, Moore. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Jordan, Jordan Moore, you need to super need a... chat in and say it.
8: Yeah. So
1: that it's read to us live on air. I don't believe it until it's super chatted. And Streamlabs, not super chats, because you'd give money to YouTube when you send a super chat. The um, main thing is though, like I guess when I get toxic on
8: stream, whatever it's like, cause on my channel, all I do is sit there and listen to people talk for 45 minutes, <laughs> like Jay or you Tristan, yeah. which like you guys are awesome and you have cool stuff to say, but I don't really get to like go
1: off, you know? Yeah. That's why you have, to, that's like, why you have my stream. So you can go, that's why off I have and, your stream to and get and you. Scream, up, <laughs> scream obscenities at minorities who, who dare to come <laughs> on the stream. Like you come on and try to try exactly. to human traffic your Guatemalan roommate. Try and, exactly. s- try and sell Guatemalans to people in the chat. I don't, yeah, I, it's fine. It's fine. Just exactly. Toxic. This is this is my place to like. This is your dance. safe space too. You know, we're we're creating a safe space for everybody. <laughs> we can even have vegans call in, right? I mean, we've got we've got all That's true. You, yeah, we've got uh, we've got two of the hottest rappers on the scene right now. <sighs> me and Jay. We've got Matt, one of the biggest wow. biggest bodybuilder oh. on YouTube. Matt. Oh, true, true.
8: Yeah, if you're gonna let the vegans on, you got to let me on to say my like. Borderline racist stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: You're
8: not saying. borderline racist. I'm not racist. I promise. Well, Why do you have to say it, then, Matt? I just have to make sure people. You're just them digging themselves. your hole, man. People, people don't get the jokes. People don't understand Gen Z like humor. So you have to. I feel like every time I make a joke about racism or something, I have to like backtrack and make sure, for the record, that I'm not racist or that I don't think that way.
1: Matt. You don't need any more of that, Matt. You're coming. Oh, I'm, I'm already getting worked up. This isn't here. How that. dare
4: you? How, How dare, dare you? Humanity, as a species, the most destructive, the thank you, horriblest. Michelle. Thank you, I agree. The cruelest. They're so
1: mean, they're so bad. species
2: that so I've so ever walked. And, and,
1: and Matt represents the most horriblest, cruelest of the toxic masculinity. That's not a word. The horrible list. I love that's why I put that in. I had to, it was a little long, but I had to get horrible list. That's a university lecturer, by the way. Psychologist. Uh, that's who's Did teaching you your really children. Like a university Yeah, lecture. Psychology. Social psychology. That's who she's a Frank, full on Frankfurt School social psychologist. This is who's teaching your children. And just remember, guys, if you live in, uh, in the UK, uh, her vote counts as much as yours. Okay. And that's good. That's a great thing, right? I think it's amazing that. Um, I think it's really good that, that um, this, uh, this lady's vote counts just as much as anyone else's. And I think everybody's vote should count just as much. Uh, I think Greta, in, like, when she becomes 18 in three months, she should, her vote should count as much as my wife's and mine. And if we just give more 18-year-old children iPads and the right to vote, we'll get that utopia. Like, it's coming. I mean, we're minutes away. We're just a few votes away from utopia And um, yeah, it's great. How about three fifths compromise for fat people? What do you think about that? Three fifths for (laughs) fat people. What is the cutoff? Who gets us? You decide who's fat. Yeah, well, that's that's the idea. We're not we're
8: not talking about a a dictator,
1: an autocratic dictator. Exactly. We're
8: not talking about the current government system. We're talking about some one person being in charge, preferably me. Okay. And like deciding, you're fat. No. All right. So skateboarding teens in Hawaii. Right, and
7: you just imagine
6: them shirtless
1: all day. You right. <laughs> got a couple super chats. Squeeze the Sist that donates five bucks. Says, what's your opinion on third parties stepping into the spotlight in further elections? I think the two-party jig is coming <coughs> to an end, but they will throw another corrupt face in. Um, I would say – I'm really. I want to hear Jay's opinion, but my short take on it is I don't think it will be possible for it to happen again. It's happened a lot in the history of the U.S., but I don't think it's going to happen again uh jay's jay's got a stretch before his awesome answer he's about to do some he's about to do some he's about to give it what do you think jay oh you're just gonna be handsome I'm again just be just handsome figure, just be handsome i'm trying
6: to figure out if matt is doing uh, an irony set piece like a performance art where he plays as if he's in a dorm room with a messed up bed and the in the
1: or is this like literally a dorm room thing? No, he's in a I dorm. I don't. Room. I can't
6: understand Zoomer.
1: Are you getting Zoomer. flashbacks? I get flashbacks when I see these stupid dorm beds with the freaking cupboards underneath them. Terrible, terrible life. Why well, you have to life. make fun
8: of my bed? Okay, it's made nicely enough. All right, I try. I try to every time I, <laughs> I turn the camera on, I try to like throw the blanket over it to look somewhat nice,
1: Matt. I think you have a problem with those monsters and your your environment. I'm getting antsy. The environment that you live in clearly reflects the state of your mind, and that's what those monsters are doing to you, Matt. Look what it's done to you.
8: Look, I don't usually drink these. This is like a once a month thing.
1: Dude, your home and your mind are in disarray. You see all
8: the rage that went into that? That's because the frat party was
6: tonight, and Matt is out here hanging out with boomers on a live stream, and he couldn't. No, no, no,
8: no. (laughs) We party on Fridays, okay? Fridays. Oh shit. This is- I have a question for Jet. Can you- Jason, what kind of mic do you use? Because we always see the tip of it, but I'm like curious, which kind? That's what she said. Okay. (laughs)
4: Oh, like
7: sex,
8: get it? That was so easy, dude. Because
7: of sex, you guys get it? Sex joke?
8: Yeah. Uh. Okay, that's what I thought the Blue Yeti, right? Is that what that is? Okay. I got the blue Snowball, so I think you're— I uh, used the Snowball for my first
6: three years of trying to be an e and then once I achieved e-celeb status,
1: I upgraded. Yeah, dude. Gotcha. When you—you you can only get that that Blue Yeti when you've uh, when you've got at least 10,000 subs. You're only really allowed— to okay. Do you have uh, the, blue, the Blue Yeti or do you have something? Okay. Yeah, I have the better one than yours, the better color. Oh, wow. It's like Jay's, but better because so it's— So we're blue. all using blue. This video is
8: sponsored by Blue and the Monster. Yeah. if if How already. much is the Blue Yeti? I'm just a cost? Too much. Yeah, way too much. 180 150 180 somewhere in there. Isn't that like a USB mic too? It is. You might as well just go like full blown uh, at that point. Yeah, like, $180? Yeah. Like, Why don't you just give like, that
6: a this. microphone that Master P had and it was gold. It was like a giant gold microphone that was...
1: You like, deserve that. You definitely deserve that. You've earned it. Right, we, got, we got a super chat here. Uh, Jay Corinne donates 279. Says, Frank still thinks you're a Freemason. He needs help. Yeah, he can call in. I mean, if, if he's so... You're more than welcome to call in, dude. Why don't you call in and, and air out your grievances? You can ask whatever you want, and, uh, we, and I'll give you your answers, dude. <laughs> we could we could talk about Freemasonry. <laughs> he thinks we're... This stream
6: is supported by Blue microphones. And the Scottish blue, right, <laughs> blue room bed coverings, and blue chew, sex gum,
1: and big league chew, yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, whatever that monster is that Matt's over there getting
8: monster st- Java salted caramel, yeah,
1: destroying his mind with that stuff. Look at this poor young boy, poor okay. child. <laughs> we got there's two people in the waiting room. All right, we got we got uh, Pedro. Uh-huh. Pedro and Rob Liss. Here, let me just—you never know what's gonna come through. Let me, let me pull in Pedro. We'll see what what Pedro's doing. This is kind of like it's kind of like Russian roulette with some of these callers. Pedro, A radical vegan. Well, hopefully, none of the vegans call in. They just talk shit in comments and DMs over and over again, but they don't call in. Pedro, you coming in? Coming in hot. Open lines, Pedro. You're here with uh, Dr. J Dyer. Professor, Professor, Doctor. Um, I got my uh, graduate in cumology. <laughs> got <laughs> got um, uh, we got Matt Andrews, uh, Monster Addict. He's he's struggling. I'm also
8: studying cumology. I haven't
1: graduated yet. He's got, He's getting an undergrad uh, yeah. for
6: um one of the most pre- prestigious uh, pre cumology <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh universities yeah. in the US. And he's minoring. He's minoring in human trafficking as well that's, true. So, that's my, true with a minor in human trafficking
8: foreign
1: or uh what's it called international relations in human trafficking right and I'm, I'm foreign dignitary Tristan and uh you, Pedro you're live what's up man Pedro took off I don't think he could get his mic working but we got Robin. he couldn't handle it dude there was too much wow. brain power in here too much <laughs> too much IQ uh oh <laughs> combined IQ we got we got is that Frank Tafana? this is Rob it kind of looks like him huh no, it's not oh. It's Rob it's bliss. bliss. I can't hear you.
9: Uh, are you are you wearing a wig? Hello? Are you wearing <laughs> a wig, dude? <laughs> no, I just haven't cut my hat. Are you wearing a wig? <laughs> Clear
1: it. Yeah, we the got browser. echo turn off your browser sound. Oh yeah.
2: it. Yeah.
1: Hello. Hello. Bliss.
6: Oh, I thought you meant his name was Rob, but like rob
7: Liss. He calls himself rob Liss. Liss.
9: Reiterate from last time when I said me and my friend were jacking jackfruit in Cambodia. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, actually, I said that we ate the jackfruit, but nobody just eats fruit. We gorged on that jackfruit.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what (laughs) to (laughs) say. I'm
3: actually... (laughs)
1: <laughs> you gotta do it with your video off if you're gonna do an impression. <laughs> you can't do because yeah, we know yeah. it's obviously not him. I i just. I'm I pulled actually your... not Convo Alliance. My name is Dr. Heimlich. Dr. Heimlich.
9: I have a PhD in social engineering. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. Dr. From Heimlich. the Frankfurt School in Germany of Freemasonry.
7: Oh, no way, you should, you, uh... I'm
9: here to tell you that I have created a monster. <laughs> His name is Frankos Tofanos. I was the one who told him about Freemasonry about two years ago. And if you know me, actually, you, you would call me Dr. Vaughn, I
1: think. Wait, did you actually, are you actually the one who told Frank about Freemasonry? Dude, you, like, unleashed a whole yes. can... You're, like, responsible for so many trolls coming on my channel and obsessively telling me all kinds of delusional things. I'm almost mad, but...
9: Yes, I did not intend on creating (laughs) such a monster.
1: If you're actually serious, I'm, like, almost upset with you.
9: Yes, Um, and I also told him about um, lots of stuff, really. Gaslighting, that came from me, because I told him about... When I was in a narcissist-empath relationship, so I found out what gaslighting was two years ago, no, four years ago, and then I told him, and now I've unleashed many monsters, even Michelle Lowe. Do you know her? Have you heard about her?
1: Yes, we've heard of Michelle Lowe. Yes.
9: (laughs) Yes. She's actually a manatee. I created her
1: in a laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) You created Michelle Lowe in a laboratory?
9: Yes. Excuse me one moment. I have a phone call. Richard, how are you? Oh, engaged. you're having girlfriend problems again? I'm sorry to hear that, Richard. Oh, yes, I can pre-order your prescription now. So that's 200 kg of Ritalin, 500 mg of antidepressants, and 1,000 kg of beef capsules. They are on their way, Richard. Have a nice evening, Sorry, that was Richard Burgess, one okay. of my patients.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
9: He's a very long boy,
1: I mean, he's not a good patient, really. <laughs> wow, I can, you look, uh, how long have you been a doctor? Oh, about
9: four years? No, 14 years, sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, oh, I have another call. It's uh, my other patient. Oh hello Paul, how are you? Oh Oh, yes, Tristan is here. And Jay and Matt. Oh. Can Paul speak to you? Tristan? (laughs) Who? Paul from Henchair (laughs) DeVore. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can you can definitely talk. What's up, Paul? I'm so confused. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) This is Paul from Henchair (laughs) before.
2: Okay well
1: done <laughs> wow dude that was that was a good stretch <laughs> you, you, you had a little, a little Dr. Off. Strangelove in there there's a little bit of Peter Sellers Dr. Strangelove going on on that yeah
9: one. oh okay Dr. Strangelove indeed
1: <laughs> <laughs> we must select the women for their sexual prowess <laughs>
9: <laughs> oh Jay you know that guy you showed earlier one of the actors he was the criminologist in Rocky Horror Picture Show I, can't <laughs> oh. or, you know, yeah. uh, I don't remember
8: what
9: his name is. Telly Savalas or... uh the guy
8: holding
6: a gun like that. Donald Pleasence. Oh, the guy that plays
9: McComphill. Yeah. The, okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Rocky Horror Show is one trippy film to do with uh, the whole M Club stuff. I saw it in high
6: school. My, my friend uh, told me that I needed to see it, and I never have understood what's going on in that. The... What is what is the meaning of that? Can you tell me? Yes.
9: Basically, Dr. Frank Theatre is basically the snake in the Garden of Eden, and the two people come in, and they are like Adam and Eve. And the okay. mansion is like, you know, the spaceship of, say, uh-huh. and Gotcha. people are like masons in the suits, like black and white on the dance floor gotcha it's tricky stuff
6: interesting nice well I'm <laughs> um, glad to I'm still the hottest guy on this stream I know that much uh, uh, I
1: don't know man I, dr Dr Mangala here is looking pretty looking pretty fine with that with that beard or that let's word. play hottest dictator like who you guys think was the hottest dictator uh, Kim jong-un for sure. About
8: Pol- Trump, Trump, Trump uh, Orange Man, Dictator Trump, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, Pol Pot and
6: Trump tied for the hottest dude. Oh yeah, Pol Pot had
1: great fashion sense. I did like that the fashion sense on Pol Pot. Stalin, I like Stalin. Stalin just looks so comfortable, right? Him and Stalin with his big belly, he just he's like a big. He's like a he's like the Winnie the Pooh of the Stalin uh, looks the like he's is. got a
6: good weed buzz at all times. Like he's always got this really cheerful like uncle <laughs> uncle vibe. Like <laughs> yeah. not just Uncle Joe, but like Squid- your uncle who smokes weed.
1: Squinty you know? smile all the time on Stalin and all those pictures. And, and like kind of fat and portly. Um, well fed, sweet little Stalin. Always looks half drunk. It looks like he's just on the verge of
6: the
9: weed laugh. Like have you guys heard about the third temple being built in Jerusalem?
1: No. I don't
8: care.
6: <laughs> okay, no, so no. hold on.
8: I have a, I have a kumology question for Jay. Yes. Jay. So is twenty twenty God's like punishment for all of us, or like like do you think God is punishing liberals? Because I mean, R B G died, Chadwick Bosman died. Uh, I don't know if you know about Rooster Teeth is having a huge sex scandal right now. They're a big leftist content creator organization. What, what are what are your thoughts on like how God is treating us in twenty twenty? Uh, the
6: punishments that are coming are a result of you uh, over there in that dorm room bed.
8: No, 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 no. California is on fire. I hate no too much Cumarology study studying that dorm room. <laughs> No, Hold on, being punished for it. Over here, trying, to, trying to project all your short-fallings you. out of California. I'm,
6: I'm to... very aware, I did my PhD in it.
9: <laughs> well like, is this third temple, like, relevant in the like, Orthodox Christian stuff, or is it
6: just Jew stuff? You know the temple being rebuilt. I mean, there, there could be an irrelevance to the Antichrist, I mean. though. Maybe, like, the original. <laughs> right, right. No, really. I mean, if if there's a third temple built, I would say that it might have to do with the Antichrist. Yeah. exactly. In that regard, yeah. Yeah. But not in the Christian Zionist way of like, oh, you know, this signifies, you know, Jesus going to come back and set up a thousand year millennium and institute animal sacrifices again, all that nonsense. Yeah, that's like Baal stuff, isn't it?
9: They got the the bull. Shit. They, it, yeah. they all what, what do you mean uh they got in the king solomon's temple they have the bull don't they and they just like put animals in fire on the bull they like sacrifice them oh bull yeah right but, uh,
6: well if you read the book of hebrews like it's very clear that the sacrifices were done when jesus died on the cross that was the end of what those things signify yeah. so there will never be a return to animal sacrifices from the christian perspective
2: yeah, oh, okay.
9: Even though technically a sacrifice is like every time you need to feed yourself and your family, so you make a sac like you sacrifice a pure like sheep, you know, to eat I well, know. animal sacrifices sacrifice. for religious purposes. Yeah,
8: but but, not food.
9: yeah, But okay.
8: I'm going to sacrifice my roommate.
6: Somebody <laughs> said in the chat that Matt, you graduated magna cum laude. <laughs>
8: exactly. <laughs> That's a good
6: one. That's a good one? It was a good one. Shout out to
1: whoever said that. Shout out to Will. Will just Will. <laughs> Man, hey uh, so Rob Bliss, are you a vegan? Is that what you are getting at? No, oh. no, he's, he was making fun of some of these being... vegan. Rob Bliss, what did you think about the uh, what did you think of, what did you think about all this uh, town hall nonsense? What do you think about what's going on in the U.S. as far as the uh, the election goes and this whole circus?
9: just all just
1: cringe really. What you're in the UK man what's up with Boris and like lockdowns you guys going in further lockdowns what's going on over there
9: I don't know I mean like I, I'm in Wales not England so yeah. like everything's just delayed here but as far as like the masks go and stuff I just don't wear them until a security guard tries to talk to me mm. and then I just talk to the security guard and I'm like can you show me the law, like, on paper? Like, where's the law book? Where's the writing? Mm-hmm. And all they can do is show me, picked like, little posters with colourful pictures on, and I'm like, come on, man. So at most, all I've done is got a nice new chin strap, and that's as most I've done. I'm not going to comply and submit to bullshit. Like, why are people doing this? So many people are just doing it like betas, man. It's like, what are you doing?
1: They're just compliance. It's just pathetic. It's sad when people willingly allow themselves to be dehumanized. I mean, you see this. Yeah. This is it, this is so widespread. You see the same thing with like all these with OnlyFans stuff and everybody. All these chicks becoming e hoes, and um, it's just sad. It's really pathetic and sad. E thoughts. I got in, me and
8: my friend got in trouble one time because we we said "be gone thoughts" this girl who was leaving for the restroom, and we really disliked her. Like we yelled. Be gone, thought. And uh, the principal came down, like, the next couple days. And this was in our morality class, too. <laughs> and he comes in, the principal of the school, and he's like, can you guys educate me on to what a thought is? And he had, like, a whole chart explaining, like, you know, like, Twitch streamers who have, like, the cameras pointed down at their tits and stuff like that. It was a funny time.
9: He's
6: and he's, like,
8: asking us to differentiate between slut and whore and hoe and all that. This, uh, this that was, like, a highlight.
6: That That's when you decided to get the degree
8: in kumology. Yeah, I, I had enough. That was the last straw. I <laughs> he knew, I have to get he knew what his major was at that point.
1: Does that did that make you feel you know, like better to demean the, that poor uh, young woman like that? Yes. Yeah. Make you feel like a it's bigger. Sure. Yeah. Well, it should make you feel bad.
8: Okay. No, she's not, no, no no no. Okay, look, she's not <laughs> poor young lady. Shut up. You don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> we're, be, we're gonna be clipping this. A lot this of trouble and, just going off right now. now. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Control myself.
9: You know the callers that come on this stream and they'd say weird stuff.
1: Yeah,
8: like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I have a target on my back from where I'm from.
9: No, I mean like the people that say messed up stuff. I found out they are all vegans. Like, Well, that's obvious, but one of them that said something exceptionally messed up I just put out a video, and he is in lifting vegan logic stream
1: yesterday. <laughs> Which really? wait, there were two of them. One of them wasn't really that bad, and then one of them was like, "This guy, we're gonna find out who he is." Uh, the,
9: the, one, the people talking about you know, Play it.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's the one, it's the one where yeah, where I'm gonna find out who it is. Yeah, that's interesting. You should I'll find out who he is. Though. Great. We'll just we'll do that. We'll talk about that later, though. That's better not to do that yeah. one. I've said, oh, I'm, the,
6: yeah. I'm gonna. I gotta do tutoring here at nine in about 15 minutes, so I think I'm gonna have to head out. But thanks for having me,
1: Jay Dyer. Jay Dyer. Um, where can people Tutor find Where can, where can people find your Kumology course? Uh, where can people find your your uh, music? Your uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> you can uh, Everything
8: is at uh, cumer.com. <laughs> OnlyFans. Yeah. Jay, are you starting on
6: OnlyFans? I have had one since it started um, I was the first one on there <laughs> King OnlyFans it's just me in um, spandex
1: alright Jay Um spandex bodysuits nice man hey, I, I'm glad you got to come on dude that uh, it seems like this whole town hall thing was was a big bust uh, not even worth watching even clips of it as far as I'm concerned but hopefully the when the next debate happens maybe if the debate not happens happen. If the debate happens, you got to come back on, and we can uh, we'll do another debate stream. That right? will be fun. Yeah, yeah, because this this was. I mean, the call-ins are fun. We got we got our buddies here calling in. These are fun. The uh, the actual um, what's it called? Town halls were whack. Well, it's
6: just that the, the people on the bad. stream are not that hot. And I've,
1: yeah, I think I think I'm you keep hanging it out because
8: you. you're jealous of my good looks, Jay. Yeah, That's I'm really... half your I mean, size. I, just, I need I to be around Wait a minute! I'm, I'm far one. bigger and far stronger than you. Hey, getting all look super chat.
6: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, guys look are it's... floating around five, six. You know, for people up in the nine, ten range of hot. Okay. No. Yeah, uh-huh. No, seriously, though, If you guys, if you guys no, are gonna tell call yourself in,
1: what you need to, if you're gonna call in, don't don't try and like contaminate it here. We got Jay super hot. We have got me super hot. Jay fun, okay. and Then we got. We got okay, Jay, we <laughs> <have> Matt, <laughs> and
8: then we have Jay a little bit below. Then we have. Okay, I'm, I'm just Enjoy not, not going to engage in this. But, yeah. okay. I've got so,
6: a hotter stream that i got to go over to. With, so
8: like, Jay's Jay, going to go to a stream with actual hot people now. I'll see all you
1: normal-looking people later. <laughs> Peace out. Peace, Dude. Jay. Jay Dyer. Jay Dyer. Well, yeah, hey, Rob Bliss, let me, let me know about this. Send me an email and, uh, with, the, uh, with some links. You've be... over to, a, to a stream. Yeah. We've got... Let's see. I'm going to come over here and see what's going on in the chat. But... <clears throat> This is. Do you know what? about Linux? Linux, I don't use Linux. The software,
9: yeah. Well, oh, operating system, yeah, oh, operating system. The penguin thing. It's worth it. Like Discord, I, I went, I looked up that because uh, Isaac is on it, and, and his, his like little bots are asking me to debate. And Discord is like the most spied-on platform there is.
1: I'm sure. Right, because people yeah. go in there and have long form conversations, and there's like twenty people yeah. in a chat, and I mean, spied on by like what, by like intelligence agencies and whatnot, or I mean, because all of these things that like, you just expect everything to be recorded, anyways, right? I mean,
9: oh, it is, and yeah, and it's like anything to do with me, so it's like anything to do with real talk. Oh well, no, just, I don't
1: even yeah. think like some of this stuff is not even you can talk about most things. I think it's just. It's about surveillance. It's about data. It's about collecting more and more data on people and mapping their behaviors. Um, that's that's what all this big tech apparatus is about. I don't think they particularly are going to – I don't think they really care about uh, certain topics like that on, on Discord. Oh, yeah, but
9: like um, like Arjuna spawned a planet. Didn't he like get taken out or something? I don't know, man. Like some people, they would want to hunt, you know. So there's a new, uh, you know, Jägermeister, that yeah, drink? Yeah. With the, the, the cross and the antlers?
1: Yeah.
9: Um, there's an ad for that out now, and it's like, hunt or be hunted.
1: Okay.
9: The future of the beast. Right? So I mean, if you yeah. don't take the mark of the beast, you're going to be hunted. I mean, everyone's going to run to nature then, you know, have to leave the cities, leave the smart cities.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. We got we, I'm a bit happy. I'm a bit happy. You, right, you well, got to go. I'm yeah. gonna head out real quick so you guys can bring in more people. Yeah, get out of here, Matt. Get out of here. Let's. It was, uh, it was good talking to you boys. Yeah, we'll dude. Nice, nice hanging out, Matt. Have a good one, man. Take it easy. Sure. Later, Matt. Here I'm a. Uh, Rob Bliss. I'm gonna drop you out too. We got a new caller in here. I'll talk later. later, man. I'll talk to you later. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How do I do that? All right, we got. How's it going? What's up, man? Wolves and Sheeple's podcast. You got, you got a nice hey. banner behind you.
10: Figured you guys. Uh, figured Jay Labs. So you guys could use some uh, some boomer energy for, <laughs> for the stream.
1: Sure. I think Jay was probably he was he knew you're going to come on, and so he just bounced out because he he wants to be the most handsome one around. So I think right. he might have been a little bit intimidated. No, a lot of, a, a lot of bit intimidated. <laughs> I mean, w- would you not be? Would you not be? N- nice to meet you, man. How how you doing over there?
10: Good, man. My name's Winston. I'm, uh... Yeah, I've been watching you guys for a while. Just thought I'd drop in and, uh, you know, see what's going on over here. You guys were getting a little boring, with people leaving and whatnot, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, man, we're just kicking it. It was, a the, uh... That debate, or what, what do you call that? The town hall was quite the joke. I don't... I'm not really... I don't know. I don't know what to think about that whole situation. It seems like it was an interrogation for Trump and a softball swing
10: fest for, for Biden. Um... Yeah, it's pretty wild seeing the, uh, seeing the factions of this, uh, you know, one-winged uh, bird mm. fighting against one another. It's uh, pretty wild. Absolutely. All the uh, censorship and just blatant propaganda.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there were a lot of channels that got removed today from YouTube, right? Like uh, Polly. I mean, a whole list of channels that I saw. Um, I wasn't familiar with all of them, but it seems like there's a purge.
10: Yeah, they purged, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty sure it was thousands, but a lot of uh, a lot of big ones too, you know, uh, SGT Report, uh, yeah. a bunch of the different like QAnon types were uh-huh. banned, which you know, I'm not a follower of Q or anything myself, but uh-huh. obviously, you know, let, 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 they're not hurting anybody, let them do their thing. Yeah, what's
1: so, what's wrong with that? They're trying to lump them in with like white supremacists and they're alt-right and it's always, always with the labeling stuff, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, I... Most of the good channels, I guess, are just going to be gone on YouTube in the next few months, and um, there's not really a viable alternative, unfortunately. Like people always say, "Oh, put your stuff on BitChute. Yeah, the same people are doing that. You go shoot, go search BitChute. My stuff is there, just people. no one sees it. Like nobody sees my stuff on BitChute. So, there not there really aren't alternate platforms at this point that are viable.
10: Yeah, I mean, I post I post all my stuff on all the alternatives because, I mean, eventually, at some point, these platforms are going to have to go the yeah. way of MySpace. You know, it's it's they've just crossed the line at this point, you know, and uh, yeah. I think a lot of people are starting to pay attention to that. So, I don't know, BitChute's pretty decent. I like Library a lot just because it's decentralized. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's better to get in front of as many people as possible because eventually we're all we're all off of YouTube. Yeah. Anybody even trying to go after truth or yeah. speak anything at all against the established narrative is we're all gone. I'm on a one week ban right now, so I think that's probably probably why I didn't get banned today. So huh.
1: did you get a strike or what? How can you get a one week ban? I didn't know they do that. Yes.
10: So I got a warning. I got a warning, and then uh, a couple days later, I got my first community guideline strike ever uh, for uh, injectable prophylactic uh mis- misinformation
1: <laughs> yeah happy healthy medicine shot
10: misinformation <laughs> yeah you know the uh, the, the healthy injections yeah. straight into the veins right. of our children Put them so, right uh, into
1: veins they're real good that's great so you, was it a was it direct or was it were you talking uh like were you speaking directly about it or were you being were you being guarded with it how, how did that go
10: no, I, I, I was speaking about it directly, but I never say like the, the, uh, you know, I say C19 instead of, you know, going right out and saying it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully it evades the algorithm, but, right. uh, you know, everything, when I talk about, when I talk about the shots, it's all mainstream information, you know, the, yeah. their inserts, their science, you know, but that's, but that's what they don't want us to see. Right. They don't want parents to read the labels. They don't want parents to read the inserts. They don't want them to ask those questions. And, yeah. uh, you know and that's why uh, that's why they want to want everybody off because uh, just like the swine flu, this thing's going to be the biggest, biggest fraud, biggest scam in in medical history. It's yeah. going to be huge, and uh, I just people hope, are falling for it, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, there there are a lot of people falling for it, but a lot of people are out there spreading some good information and kind of making their way into some of the mainstream conversation. I and mean, you got Ivor Cummins, and uh, his his channel's been putting out a lot of good stuff. Ivor Cummins. Uh, uh, analyzing a lot of the, uh, he calls it the case demic, and you know, this this whole testing more and more and more. If we just test more and more, then we'll all f- we'll 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 figure it out eventually. And it, it's creating hysteria. So um, yeah, this it, it's madness, man. It's madness out there. I, I'm concerned about what's going to happen in the U.S. in the next few weeks. I I don't think either candidate is going to be talking about. Some of the most important real issues that um, people really do want to talk about, and it—it's uh, alarming how quickly the narrative is pushing in a super radical and extremely violent direction. It's—I don't want—I don't know, man. I just—we—I thought 2012, 2010 were crazy, but look at the world now.
10: No, we've never seen anything like this. I mean, this makes this makes 9-11 look, you know, like child's play at this point. I mean, this is, in my opinion, this is the biggest crime against humanity we've ever seen. And we're living in, right in the middle of it. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm pretty certain that we're going to be seeing another round of uh, full-on lockdowns in the U.S. I think that's going to be the next thing. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I think it was last week. The federal government here uh, delivered uh, some, I think it was 150 million... C19 test to all the various states to start pushing and increasing the the uh, the mm. testing which we yeah. know what happens when that happens yep, so that the exactly. media comes out and yeah. spams everybody with uh, you know the cases are increasing so yeah. I think that's think that's coming
1: and we're seeing a lot of people testing like concrete and the concrete's tested positive so um, and yeah. mangoes Mangoes and papayas and goats and you know we're so gonna make sure to socially distance all those papayas you know make make sure your goats are wearing masks kiddies we gotta we gotta track and trace all your goats and that's coming too um, you know the the tracking of all livestock the uh, quantification of everything and the tracing of all movement of all goods and centralized control over that data that's coming I don't know um, yeah I, I don't really know how. How quickly they'll be able to to roll this out, and I don't know how much resistance there will be, but you know, I think I think it's important. Talk, people need to talk to their neighbors. You have to talk to people in your real communities in your real environment. Build real relationships with your neighbors. Have safety networks in your local environment, and uh, and, and talk about these things in your community, right? And this is that's that's the level that you can actually protect your family. That's in your local community, and um, yeah, I think. I think uh, getting a good source of quality food nearby, uh, making friends with your farmers, right? Uh, maybe starting a homestead, uh, get together some uh, resources with some friends, maybe, and uh, you know, rent a place out in a rural area. Getting out of the city is a really good idea, but it's not like uh, there's nowhere to like you know run from all the degeneracy of the world, right? We have to uh, we got to realize that it's not like there's there's no you know perfect place where you're gonna you know bypass all of these issues, these worldly issues that we deal with. Uh, but moving into a rural area can be a good start, right? You can at least provide food for your family from your own land. Um, and yeah, real skills, real skills are going to become very important. Uh, real skills are not, um, being cute and popular. Those are not real skills. Those are, uh, those are degeneracy tools that are meant to degrade your soul, uh, degrade your mind and, uh, and make you a, a manipulatable fool. So, um, You know, quit worrying about being cute and being perceived as, uh, you know, being acceptable, uh, being scared of everyone. Oh, I'm not a bigot, I swear. I I believe all the good things, you know. Don't worry about all that shit. Um, We've got to build real relationships and real uh, resilient food distribution networks, like actual food distribution networks locally in case things do get shut down. And, um, you know, because that's... If these people could get everything rationed to you, have everyone locked in their homes for the rest of their lives, they'd be totally happy with that. And they will keep pushing and pushing and pushing until there's pushback. They will push it as far as they can. Did someone ask that? Did sticks get banned?
10: I don't think so. He did get re- retweeted by the uh, the president, though, so that's kind of interesting. Oh, wow! One of his videos got retweeted by Trump. That's pretty wild. <laughs> pretty big achievement for that guy because he likes Trump and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, Good for him. But no, I agree. I mean, you know, they're coming, they're coming at us on, on all fronts, right? You know, they're going to be, it's not just controlling, you know, what we do, right? It's controlling every living being on the planet. It's controlling every single supply chain, every single supply line, you know, and eventually we're all going to be connected to the internet, more so than we already are with our uh, you know NSA spy
1: devices that we carry in our pockets yeah the IOT stuff is it's insane and they're pushing it in mm-hmm. third world really hard they want all the kids uh, with iPads and iPhones they want all, everybody in the third world connected and traced and tracked and that's your passport and that's your surveillance device and now, I mean your, even your vital signs can now be can now be monitored through it look at the fitbits what those can do and heart rate monitors on all these devices and that's uh you know, it's it's wired in.
10: Got to make sure uh, everybody complies with uh, with their agenda, whether they uh, whether we like it or not. And uh, and that's why you know my opinion right now is, is all those great things that you were just saying. I mean, right now is the it's the time for people to step up. If if we're gonna if we're gonna change anything, if we're gonna be able to just change the direction that we're going right now, it's time. Everybody has to quit being shy about things. Quit worrying about people thinking you're a conspiracy theorist it's time to speak up. And that's, you know, that's mm. I, every waking moment. That's what I try to do with all, everybody. Not just, you know, online stuff, but yeah. in the real world too, you know, I'm, I've am i always been the conspiracy guy with my my job and everything. Mm. So now, now that everything's kind of going down, people are like, Hey man, what do you, uh what do you think's going on with this? What's going on <laughs> yeah. with that? I've gotten people, uh, this one, this one uh, woman that I work with her and her husband, total Bernie, liberal types, like, you know commie commie loving like oh gosh I, i hate anybody that thinks freedom is nice you know those types and uh now they're stockpiling food they're buying guns they're uh, you know fully fully prepared now and uh you know anybody can do it you know if we're if we're reasonable right yeah. but you can't just come right in and be like you know there's a small group of uh, billionaires uh, including bill <laughs> gates and george soros they want to lock us down and they're lizard people you can't go that that route right like eventually you can talk about all the all the further out stuff right but there's enough evidence and information readily available from mainstream sources that a normal reasonable person could look at and go hold on a minute this this is this isn't good right and get people opening up in that that type of manner where you're not just jumping right into. Hey, did you know directed energy beams took down buildings? You can't do all
1: that. <laughs> yeah, no. People people get too crazy with it, and then you know the internet's just sprinkled with all sorts of little kind of honey trap disinfo things, and yeah, no, it's a uh, psychological warfare is uh, is what we're really looking at. And I think uh, there are a lot of things that that are absolutely uh, provable and real, and uh, you know just an endless list of uh, crimes that have been perpetuated by governments in the 20th century against their own people, human experimentation and this stuff. And um, yeah, I think if people realize that there is, there's a lot of documented stuff out there, you don't have to go kook with everything, you don't have to go full, like full speed and full steam, jump down as far down any rabbit hole as you can and so- as soon as you can in a conversation, that doesn't help. And there's a lot of delusional people too, right, that get into stuff like, you know, I mean, it's the nature of the West right now is all this you know, moral relativism people don't believe that truth is real people have just had the rug pulled out of them as far as the reality goes now and a lot of people are just willing to believe any weird thing that freaking pops up so they're they're latching on to any narrative the first thing they hear it's like yeah that must be true <laughs> right so um, yeah I think it's, it's important to be careful and you know kind of go easy on people too you know you don't need to be going into and uh, talking about the, all the pizza stuff you know with uh <laughs> with your mom and dad when there's like some other you know pretty obvious corruption uh, scandals going on with uh, you've shown that uh, bill gates history in the third world in india and africa for instance that's all documented mm-hmm. you know you don't have to go into uh things that are too esoteric or too strange for for some of these folks
10: yeah i agree i like to start off with uh, you know the just kind of some of the basics you know federal reserve that's an easy one mm-hmm. you know once because most people think that that's a you know United States government bank, and mm-hmm. they just don't understand the true nature of it. And I think that's a pretty easy one to show and prove to people. Um, you know, just going over the real basics. Because I mean, really, once you once you get people to you know kind get those foundational items, then it's easy to kind of show them everything else, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been spending a ton of time ever since this uh, this uh, C 19 came up. I've been spending a lot of time really deep diving into the Bill Gates operation works hmm. and uh, you know I, I I got it before because I've always been kind of a uh, been pretty uh, adamantly against the uh, the shots getting injected right into our bloodstreams but ever since this this has taken place I've spent countless hours really diving into how his whole operation works hmm. and it is it is it is so vast the the amount of different uh, foundations and charities and different organizations that he is is the the, the funder of and the controller of is so huge and um, you, you, I, I can't even you can't even quantify how many how many it is they have all these different clone foundations right yeah and if you start from Gabby you start from Gabby you'll see that there are just uh, you know Parents for uh, uh, Medical Safety for Children and, mm-hmm. and then there's doctors that love shooting injections into children. And they're all like clones of one another, right? And then you see the same handful of people that sit on these various boards and it just spider webs out. There has to be – there has to be thousands of them. I mean you start just trying to look at all the connections with all of his different organizations. It's a never-ending rabbit hole. So to ever be able to come to the the conclusion that, hey, he's the one that's doing all of these evil things, which – it's going to be hard cuz he's so insulated by layers and layers yeah. of yeah. money laundering foundations and charitable organizations and then you know and then he owns all the health organizations. He well, did it right? quick, man. I mean, I mean, this is like in the, in the late
1: 90s he started getting all that bad press and he pivoted into the philanthropy model just basically mirroring what we saw with uh, with Rockefeller uh, almost 100 mm-hmm. years before. And it's yeah, it's, it's amazing how quickly people were made to think that he's this Lovely, amazing philanthropist who just wants to save the world with his, with his powers of having money. It's like his superpower is having money. You know? People believe this like, superhero mythology now. Their whole life is, is you know, worshipping these, these superheroes and these uh, Marvel movies and all this crap. Bill Gates is like the, he's like the king of the Marvel Avengers. Save the planet.
10: Yeah, throw, uh, throw uh, billions of dollars around for a little bit and uh, pretend that you're giving it away, put on a sweater and, uh, and then uh, pay off all of the media to run positive stories about you and give them uh, pre, uh, predetermined questions that they're willing to ask you and have everybody kissing your ass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, the general public starts falling along with it. And it's, and it's wild because, I mean, he's definitely uh, definitely not a good guy. No, Uh, no matter how they've been involved
1: in uh, historically, are absolutely horrendous. So I think uh, I'm a soy boy because I love soy. We've got some. uh, There was a really good, there was a really good series by Corbett. Corbett did a great series on Gates. Um, uh, Really graceful did some real good videos on uh, the family history of Bill Gates. So check out really graceful and Corbett, uh, the Corbett Report. We got a couple super chats here. Let me read these super chats. Dylan donated five bucks. Says Maddie was sent by vegans to gather intel. Um, maybe, maybe he could be. Maybe getting he's he's a, a top secret vegan. Bear Roots farmer donates five bucks. Says to be fair, twenty twenty is proof. You should probably believe all so called conspiracy theories until proven false. Innocent until proven guilty, kind of thing. Aligns. Yep. Um, <laughs> life on Venus added on top of the adrenochrome. <laughs> Thanks. All right, thank you, Bear Roots farmer. I appreciate that. Twenty twenty is the year when everybody's tinfoil hat wear but no you're you're a conspiracy theorist if you don't want to you know dress up in a space suit when you go to walmart you're a conspiracy theorist if you don't want to get a swab stuck under the butt side of your brain and rubbed around from your nasal cavity into your dome um then you're, you're you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist it's
10: it's so backwards yep inverting inverting the truth as they usual do usually do and I mean, I agree as far as what, what they're saying about the, you know, the so-called conspiracy theories. I mean, I'll entertain anything, you know, I'll, I'll look at anything, no matter how crazy it might seem on the surface. You never know where you might find, you know, nuggets of truth. So I won't discount anything without, you know, thoroughly researching it and looking into it. Because I mean, the craziest conspiracy theories out there are true. <laughs> you know, the, the most wild out there things that you would never believe are, are possible end up being true. <laughs> I mean, I think from 2015 till now has shown that uh yeah, we're we're not so crazy after all.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's gonna get weirder too, man. But uh yeah, uh yeah. Winston, thank, thanks for calling in, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna we got someone else waiting in the waiting room. Uh I yeah, might for take sure. a couple more calls. Yeah, man. Really very, very good to meet you. Call in another time, my friend. Yeah, uh, you as well. Take care, guys. Yeah, ho- hopefully uh which... Racism, man. I love to racism, bro. uh, Sorry. Hopefully, you get led out of the uh, of the YouTube Gulag and and back into the general population of YouTube soon. I hope you're.
10: Yeah, I got a few days left. I'll be good. (laughs) All right, take it easy, guys.
1: Later, bro. Have a great one. Let's see. All right, we got we got another caller here. Let's see how you guys doing in the chat mason b creative donated five bucks I just found out i've got my second child on the way eat meat make families mason b creative congratulations that's really cool man that's really cool um you can only hope that it could be as as hot and good looking as, as jay dyer so if if you're blessed enough the child may uh, may have a blue steel like jay um no, I all, all because I
11: love Sawyer.
1: Del Bridge, thank you so much. Del Bridge, donate seven bucks. Then we got some support now. This is, we had a, f- a few slow Super Chat days, but we've got some of the regulars coming in and supporting. And I really appreciate that, guys. Del Bridge, donate seven bucks, says, Hello, Tristan and the Wolves. How are you this evening? Uh, I was watching an old debate of William Lane Craig versus Sam Harris. I have to say, Mr. Craig made a sensible argument why a society requires God to be maximally and righteously good. God bless you both. Um, hey, read the Gulag Archipelago. I think uh, Solzhenitsyn, Solzhenitsyn makes a really good case for, uh, for why atheism results in, in awful situations like we see, uh, like we see now. Another one, uh, Seraphim Rose, Nihilism. Seraphim Rose's Nihilism book. Great read. Appreciate that. Let's, uh, we got another caller. You guys, feel free to call in. Feel free to call in. We have Jay Dyer. Uh was on the stream earlier. We were trying to check out the town halls, but it just uh they were a joke. But we had a great conversation about the nature of democracy, the uh, the false ideal that is so called democracy. And um, yeah, let me pull in pull in this collar. Asa. What's up, Asa? Hello? Hey Asa, how you doing?
11: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good man. Good. You got you got video access. I usually make people throw their video on, so I know they're a real person. I'm trying to trying to do some weird stuff.
11: Yeah, my bad. Uh, my my camera's not that good. I'll call in the next show, and I'll use my camera.
1: Okay. Alright, uh, we'll trust you here. And if you if you get weird, then it's okay. <laughs> how you doing, Asa?
11: I'm doing well. Yeah. um... I kind of caught the, the stream late because I had to do some homework. Um, I, I was originally gonna ask Jay a question because um like in my university class, my biology class, uh we we were doing this whole thing on evolution and yeah. the professor was I mean, he was basically just assuming it's true. Of course and then he expects everyone to just go along with it. Yeah. And I remember Jay Dyer had um He had a really good critique of evolution, but I forgot what it was.
1: (laughs) Um, Hey, you know know what a really good book is? It has a great critique, and you can find a PDF online. Uh, It's out of print right now. Fortunately, I got a physical copy before. Uh, The second half of of this book, Genesis, Creation, and Early Man by Father Seraphim Rose. Um, The whole second half of this is refuting – I think it's the second half. There's a no, not the second half. There's there's a good section of this, at least a hundred pages of this, dedicated to the refutation of Darwinism and of the theory of evolution. So I I think this is a really good one to check out if you are looking for some good material on a critique uh, of the evolutionary paradigm, which is not scientific whatsoever. It is a uh, it is a moral uh, it, it's it, it's an ethical system even. It's a um, it's a philosophy. Evolution is a moral philosophy. It is not a science. It is not a, it is not a scientific theory. It's a very unscientific theory. And all of biology, um, molecular biology and all this, they don't require, you don't require the theory of evolution for any of the things, any of the practical things that you're actually doing in the true sciences of biology. Um, and um, yeah, so I, I think this is a great book though. Genesis, Creation, and Early Man by Father Seraphim Rose. This is a good one. Um, you wouldn't have the theory of evolution if you didn't have the the, uh, the uh, uh, blasphemous uh, lodges of Freemasonry pushing this through the Royal Society. It's an ancient philosophy. It is not a uh, it is not a scientific theory. Very unscientific. Oh
11: yeah, uh, thanks for the book recommendation. I, I actually didn't hear it. I haven't heard of that book. So I'll uh, check it out later. The PDF's not
1: ideal, but look, because this book is like a thousand pages, but it's worth it. it I'd, I'd say it's worth getting the PDF and printing it out. You know, like get it, print it out, pay whatever, uh, it might be ten, uh, might be ten, fifteen bucks to print it out because it's like nine hundred something pages, but it's, uh, this one is worth it. He does a great, um, there's a great refutation of, of the theory of evolution in here.
11: Um, yeah, also, but, um, all right. thanks for that. Um, also another thing that my professor said that was really curious was well he said that he he was um talking about Richard Dawkins I think he calls it like the selfish gene theory, which is yeah. just you know some nonsense yeah. and um he says well, he says basically like people are uh, predetermined to act in certain ways just so they'll reproduce so certain genes will spread. Yeah. that's you know determinism. Then yeah. on one hand, he also says he says we're not animals, you know we're we're smart enough to uh, be aware of what we're doing. So it's yeah. kind of a contradiction. Yeah,
1: where's this difference, right? Where's the difference? And this is why, I mean, atheists and uh, you know, the Dawkins types, there's no reason to think that your wife is any different than just a baboon. Your wife is just a highly evolved monkey. Um, you know, your children, you're just biologically programmed to think you love your children, but you don't really. You just want them. Uh, because you want your you've been programmed by evolution to make your genes survive. So there's no reason to take care of your children really. There's no reason to have a healthy relationship with anybody. It's just really it comes down to justifying Darwinian evolution just justifies might makes right. And it's essentially it's a truism. It's a survival of the fittest. And how do you know who the fittest is? Well, the fittest is who survives. So in that model then why don't like if I just kill all the males and take for myself the harem of females after the slaughter that remains, then I win evolution and I'm, you know, I'm the top evolution guy. So it's, it's a genocidal ideology that justifies genocide, eugenics, and technocracy. And we wouldn't have technocracy, we wouldn't have this fallen um, uh, Western technocracy that uh, is being erected right now if it weren't for the theory of evolution. That is the foundation that this whole house of cards is built on evolutionary theory, and uh, materialism.
11: Right. I mean, I. Well, what I don't really understand is, like, he says, I mean, if you boil everything down, like, assuming that... Well, he just assumes that his position's true. Yeah. And if you're consistent with that and you boil everything down, then we're all just atoms. And there's, you know, there's nothing separating us from animals. But, yeah. you know...
1: Then what is reason? He, what is he logic? He contradicts
11: himself... Uh, Oh, sorry
1: to interrupt. No, I was just saying, well, I was interrupting and saying, well, then what is what is this reason and logic that you're using to make these statements, right? You're reasoning in your in your mind. I guess your mind doesn't even exist. Your thoughts don't even exist to these people. All those are just phantasms and illusions and, and constructs, right? All that exists is physical, is, is atoms in
11: motion. Yeah, I suppose that's why, you know, a university should mandate philosophy because you sort of just... Uh, takes these things for granted i guess it's true but like but, um yeah
1: yeah
11: go ahead i was gonna say uh, my professor he always contradicted himself when it came to like um because you know all these professors have to teach this social justice stuff so they can't offend anyone so even though his position necessitated eugenics basically he's like but but i don't i, I don't condone eugenics because that's just wrong no for it's some wrong why reason.
1: you should raise your hand and say why is that wrong how do we know what's wrong? Now, there's there's no right or wrong to most of these university professors. It's just it's wrong because well we believe it's wrong. We we, agree, we all agree that it's wrong. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it, it's it's insane how these very unscientific theories get pushed as if they're scientific. Yet there's no there's there's absolutely no usefulness to the theory of evolution as far as biology goes right like if you're trying to study how you know how the function of hemoglobin and how hemoglobin um, will, will bind to certain minerals and you know you're trying to study chemical reactions inside the body what what do you need this uh dogma of evolution for it's actually, it's it's not there. Right, right. It's not there for science. It's there for social engineering, and that's the the greater purpose of it is to make you think you're just beasts, right? To make you think that you're just uh, this the, the, this order we see now is the natural linear progress towards this ultimate eschaton of um, of basically like a utopia, you know, the this, this masonic utopia, the new Atlantis, you know, Francis Bacon. Um, uh, called it the New Atlantis, and it, it's we have a um. It's basically building the Tower of Babel all over again. I mean, it's just fallen man with fallen ideologies, false ideologies, false anthropology, false history, uh, and false science You want to
4: find out? Find out! Find out! You'll come at me, and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet.
5: Okay. You'll find out.
1: Oh, I'm down there. Mark Passett. Thank you very much. Andrew Ryan donates 15 pounds. The Spanish flu killed tens of millions. No need for a new normal or build back better. What are your views on the world governments all pushing this agenda? Yeah, I talked about build back better on the last stream. Um, you're going to see more and more of this. It's about pushing Green New Deal style global technocracy run through the UN, the Sustainable Development Goals, all the big Fortune 100 companies are on board, all the big investment banks are on board. That's how you know it's like cutting edge progress, right? Because all the big banks, all the celebrities, all the Fortune 100 companies are pushing it. So you know it must be good and healthy and wholesome, right? Like OnlyFans. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's absolutely, it's about, it's about, uh, you know, agenda 21, and agenda 2030 style control grid of uh, technocratic tracing of all resources, right? And ultimately rationing what they call a circular economy. Um, uh, read, read Schwab's, Charles Schwab's, COVID-19, the Great Reset. Uh, I'm sorry, Klaus Schwab, not Charles Schwab. <laughs> Klaus Schwab. Um, read that. You want an idea on where this is going. Um, thank you very much. And thank you, uh, Mark Passio, for spurging out right there. Much appreciated. Um, yeah, man. Asa, uh, what do you? Uh, what's it like being a student right now, man? It must be uh, must be a little bit weird to be a, uh, a university student. I know back <laughs> when I was in the university, it was difficult, and uh, you know the very little. It's it's very dogmatic. Very little avail. Very little ability to question certain dogmas there, and the climate change stuff and all this was being pushed back then in two thousand eight. When I finished the university, and I can only imagine how crazy it is now, because we had the uh, the IPCC stand- <laughs> yeah. scandal, Climate Gate was happening back then, and there was no talk of this in any of these university courses that I was in um, when it was revealed that the IPCC was fudging data and using false data to make it look like I the climate so crisis like is going to kill us all. So yeah. um, are you seeing a lot of this climate stuff in the biology uh, departments? I'm going to pee real quick while I listen to your answer too. Uh, you can also
11: read the super chat. I'll wait for that.
1: Okay, I'll be right back. keep you guys entertained I'm back
3: I'm back I got a super chat here
1: Bare Roots Farmer donates five bucks says the problem is that the school system is not about learning or thinking it is for indoctrination true learning requires critical thinking and knowledge of truth philosophy has contributed to a lot of this postmodern thought process good combo absolutely that's the thing it's like these philosophy courses are completely skewed as well um, we, we need proper we need proper theology to the children Right, we need proper anthropology and history taught to children, and you're not going to get a good education for your children in any public education school uh, or system that you see right uh, out there right now. It's going to have to come from the home, and the destruction of knowledge transmission from generation to generation through the family is what a lot of this is about as well, right? Breaking up the generations, this whole thing about locking all these old people away. You can't have funerals. You can't visit your grandma. All this stuff. The generation gap is a huge social engineering wedge that can be used to push.
5: You want to find out? Find out. To
1: push culture.
5: Find out. Ooh, ooh. You'll
4: come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. Dang,
1: you're super strong. Okay, you'll super find strong. out. Mark Passio, everybody. And that's part of the problem. Dorks like this out there teaching people philosophy and, <laughs> um, and, and teaching them just demonic doctrine. Andrew Ryan donates 10 pounds through Super Chat. Says, for the powerful we, we could all hear. <laughs> that's funny. You guys could hear that in the other room? Powerful we. All right. Um, we've got a couple, we got two people waiting over here in the, uh, in the waiting room. Um, Asa, yeah, what, what, what's it like being in the university, man? Are you? What's the what's the vibe? Vibe check on being in the university in
11: 2020.
1: It's
4: 2020. Oh, gee.
11: Yeah, I can uh, I can quickly uh, answer this one. Um, so I don't really know where to start. Like um, everything is everything is um, intertwined with this social justice nonsense. Like I took several business courses, like marketing. Um, administration, business administration, and half of the curriculum was like critical race theory. Like, if you're uh, if you're Christian, male, and straight, you're you're privileged. You know this sort of nonsense.
2: Yeah.
11: And then um, I- I'm taking all the required science courses this semester, and all of them, you know, dogmatically teach uh, climate change. They they teach uh, evolution. That's just assumed. You can't even question that. Yeah. The the professor assumes that everyone. Dogmatically
1: accepts um,
11: evolution, so there's not even a discussion. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, yeah, it, it, don't
1: be afraid to bring it up, though. About, Look, like, if if you don't bring it up, it's very unlikely that other people will. So I I, I suggest that students do bring up these questions, do start questioning these things, though the climate change stuff. Bring up the uh, the two thousand was two thousand eight or two thousand nine? I forget the uh, the IPCC, the climate gate scandal. Bring up. Uh, some of these questions that you have, the holes in evolutionary theory, and uh, and don't let these people just uh, just get away with spouting out all sorts of nonsense uh, under the guise of uh, of so called science when these are very unscientific. Um, and uh, please push back, college students. You got to push back. You won't regret it later. You will you will regret it if you don't. I'll tell you that.
11: Yeah, yeah, that that's good advice. Yeah, admittedly, I've been um, I've been a bit of a coward. I didn't speak up at all, but yeah, I think I have to.
1: It's it's easy to just sit back because it's like, look, the lecture's thirty more minutes. I mean, I I really want to ask him this question, but you know what? I, it'd be easier if I don't. Or what? If, you know, what if he tries to mark me down on my grade? I I don't know. Just uh, university is. Um, it's going to become irrelevant really soon too. I think the I think the the university degree has kind of been discredited a lot over the last 10 15 years and I think it's going to get worse. I would suggest if a younger crowd think about looking looking at trades. Like look into real trades, right? Like uh, I mean the guys that I grew up with who are the most enjoyable and actually, intelligent people. And I, you know, I, I grew up in the in the uh, what the, the advanced, the accelerated learning classes, and all that. Uh, I'm not I'm not a dummy. I will say that like I don't think I'm, I'm I'm not the most. I ain't the smartest. I ain't the most smartest person ever. Um, but I'm I'm no dummy, right? Like I, you know, I got, got good grades, went to a good university, did all that stuff. And uh, the people that I know that are the most successful, the most well-adjusted and successful both monetarily and just as human beings are ones who did trades who didn't even who didn't even go to the university who just got it got really into like welding right and now they're building you know big crazy trucks you know people who uh, uh, who got into construction and then now they're running crews and they're supporting you know five10 families under them um, and they built a good blue-collar life for themselves there are real skills that you can learn Um not in a university, and I would say that those might be a lot more valuable to some of you out there who are maybe considering going to university. I talked to, I was talking to somebody today, and he's he was he's in his early thirties, and he's going to university. He, he went back, I, I don't know why, but now he's deciding. He's like, man, I, I kind of I would be happier uh, chopping down trees. I'd be happier as a freaking lumberjack than I would um, in where I see my career trajectory going with this university education. So take it for what it is. A lot of the people I know that did trades are better off as far as uh, happiness, general happiness, and you just enjoyability as a human being and their ability to generate money and income for their families, right? You're going to make more money. Shoot, you're going to spend all that money on a a university education. Um, uh, There's other routes you could take as far as like learning real trade. Plumbers, plumbers have better prospects as far as uh, uh, the ability to feed themselves uh, and uh, and have have a uh, a long career than going somebody who's going into debt to become a doctor. Right, the amount of debt that you're going to get if you want to get your PhD or if you want to get your MD, the amount of debt that you're going to have to get and incur to do that. Um, I've seen it. I've seen some equations that were equating becoming a doctor or learning a trade like becoming a plumber, and they showed that like in the in 30 years that plumber is going to have made and accrued more uh, more money and had less debt. So it is what it is. We need doctors and stuff, of course, but uh, yeah, your your freaking liberal arts degree from um, University of Nantucket might. You, you might be better suited like you know, becoming a contractor or something <laughs> some of you kids out there. Just piece of advice. Do what you got to do.
11: Yes. Oh, could I add one more thing really quick? Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to say like a lot of, like just what you were talking about, I'll make this quick. Um, yeah. A lot of people at my university, um, they're paying out-of-state tuition and they're studying something that won't really get them a job, like something related to arts or humanities, something like that. And they're basically putting themselves in uh, eighty thousand dollars of debt, and they have no plan for getting a real job. They'll probably work at a uh, Walmart or something. So it's yeah. just like a, I don't know. They're they're prematurely ruining their lives. I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, man,
11: it's unfortunate.
1: It's unfortunate. I think I think uh, I think blue collar life is, uh, is a lot more admirable than a lot of the sun. Um, uh, university crap that people are getting indoctrinated into I mean they're, they're turning children into just into just little weaponized uh, soy demons basically in these universities go go freaking go go become a contractor <laughs> go learn how to frame a house go learn how to build an engine you're gonna be better off than someone who's learning how to uh, how to um, argue for why we should have an intersectional battle so that people can I don't know. So bring back bestiality or something. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the frickin' universities are, are cesspools right now. Stay out of the cesspool if you can. But if you're already there, um, ask the hard questions and don't just let these people uh, get by with their intellectual laziness in the universities. A lot of these professors are very
11: intellectually lazy. Uh, but, well, thanks for the advice, Michael. But, uh all the references
1: you gave me I appreciate it yeah man thanks for coming on Asa oh. yeah dude I'm gonna let you go I got a couple other callers trying to get in and nice talking man call in another time I think I might have some super chats we got a super chat Andrew Ryan donated 10 pounds through super chat no we already read that one for the powerful we we could all hear <laughs> yeah sorry about that I didn't realize that um, let's pull in let's pull in another caller I always get friendly callers. So many friendly callers. Rob List trying to call in again. Let's pull, we'll pull in Pedro first, though. Pedro tried to call earlier.
9: Pedro. Let's see.
1: I'll unmute you. Ugh. What's up, Pedro? You're live. Can you hear me? Pedro, King Kenya. Henry? Yeah, man. How you doing?
12: Cool, man. Good. Good. Uh, calling over here from the, your home country.
1: Are you ever going to come back over here? Oh, man. I don't know if I could be paid to go back to the U.S. at this point. Um, I've, for, <laughs> to, to live there? Probably not, but I'll visit. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I had a couple planned visits there that just didn't work out the last few years. There was Just you know, circumstances came up or I wasn't able to do it, but... I, I wouldn't uh-huh. see myself moving, uh, moving to the U.S. to live, but I still do get to pay taxes, thankfully. So I get to, uh-huh. yeah. Thank, thankfully, my uh, I know I can know my tax money is going to uh, to NPR teaching children about, um, about how many genders there are and why white supremacy is the greatest problem in the world.
2: Yeah,
12: and uh, yeah, I was just thinking like the way the way it seems like you're living it's, it seems so peaceful and nice and like that's that's kind of I would like to have my own land uh
1: sometime soon you know it's ha- it's nice but the we did have to work hard for it you know i mean it took us a while to get here yeah. to be where we're at and um we had to kind of we lived real we lived real uh we lived like poor folk for a long time you know we didn't we, didn't, mm. we still don't buy things you know, but yeah, man, it's we enjoy it. I like I like living in, in the hills. I like living in the mountains and I like living where it's quiet and where I can see the stars and where I can go outside and not have to hear anybody else uh and I, I like to be able to hear birds and stuff and some people go crazy with it and don't want it. But yeah, we we enjoy it, man. It's something that's it's accessible, man. You don't it's it's not expensive to live in a rural area. It's really expensive <laughs> to live in these degenerating cities. But um it's a trade off, right? You know, you if you live out in the middle of nowhere, you see. Um, I don't know. You you got to get familiar with yourself, right? Like a lot of people, they don't really know themselves, and they're just distracted, bouncing around from different stimulus and whatever you know, just kind of city or suburb, suburban area that they live in, and um, they don't have that much time alone. So I think if you if you enjoy solitude, then uh, yeah, the rural life might be might be for you. Hmm. But I like people, I yeah. like people and I like solitude. So I love people and I also love uh I love my alone time. So it's it's a nice balance to be able to get that alone time when I want it and not just you know walk out my door and it's just a crazy zoo outside. I can't I can't deal with that yeah. anymore.
12: Yeah, that's how I am right now. I'm like in a limbo because I'm like you too. Like I, I'm not I used to be very uh what would you call it? Uh introverted yeah you know so it took me a while to like really express myself you know and make that connection
1: with people
2: yeah
12: but but that's when i found out you know like like i don't have to be an introvert i like both of them
1: yeah well that's and it's a funny it's a false dichotomy they it's funny how they teach us these things when we're children right oh you're either an introvert or an extrovert Well, how about like there's parts of the day where you're gonna want to be introverted, right? Like I wake up in the morning and I I pray before I go to bed. I pray, and it's like I'm not the times of the day where I'm not wanting to be around people and I want to have just you know some some silence and some solitude. But then I also love people and I love being around people. I'm super social. I can talk to anyone for hours. So I I think that's like a false uh, dialectic there, the introvert versus extrovert. I think we all have both qualities. And I think everybody's got—I don't know—everyone kind of interests me. I'm interested in all people. I've always been like that. I just like people. Yeah. But sometimes I don't want to see yeah. people. Sometimes I just want to be on my own for a little bit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right now
12: I'm in that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. To, I'm trying to get to know myself. It's yeah. funny because I was thinking um, that conversation you just had about university. Yeah. I'm a. I'm, I'm a graduate. Uh. I
1: got a mechanical engineering degree. Nice. Uh, that's that's a worthwhile degree, or you know, it's something you could do something with, right? That's not like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a creative writing degree or something. Not that not that mm-hmm. there, we don't need you know people to write, but it's like why do you need a degree to be a writer? I mean, yeah, I think that's that's a noble route, man. You use it? You ever use your degree?
12: Nope. <laughs> well, ah, uh, man, it's a. It's probably too long of a story to even get into, but basically, it's it's the reason that I know you Mm -hmm. is what happened to me uh, graduating. Mm -hmm. So you know what it is—the typical, oh, I got into the isms, started eating a certain way, got sick, and (laughs) yeah. You know, it, it's a, I find it cliche at this point. Right. You, you, don't know? Want to
1: say, you don't want to say it. Well, you were never, first of all, you were never really vegan and you did it wrong. And the fact that you think uh, you're going to come over here and talk to me, I'm a trans vegan. So I'm going to reprimand you right now and I'm going I'm to shame you and tell you, you are terrible and a murderer. You should be ashamed of yourself. But, but, uh, so yeah, it was, was that during your college years that you went vegan?
12: It was, uh, what was it? It was, I was in my junior year. I yeah. started to get, uh, indulging in these ideas. Yeah. And in my senior year, gosh, that was very difficult. I was losing weight and people will tell me like my parents as well as friends, like tell me how thin I looked. that I get? never saw it.
1: Yeah. What would you, would you get mad? Like. Bummed when they said that. How did you feel when they said that to you?
12: Nah, it was uh, on the contrary. I'd be like, nah, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay. And uh, I think it was mostly within within the circle of my family. I would kind of kind of tell them like, oh, this is really cool. Trying to share these ideas, right? Because I thought I was doing the the right thing. For sure. The reason that I got in the reason that I got into it was because. I don't think I got into college when I should have. I think I should have just gone straight to work and trying to find my path yeah. that way, right? Instead of going hitting the books,
1: right? Well, it's like I'm I want always... to go to college. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know why I'm going to college, but that's what I'm supposed to do. And I think that's right. A, yes, that's a lot of wasted. Mo- I think so many people's money and there, so many people's parents' money was wasted. So many people's uh, went into debt when they really didn't need to and maybe shouldn't have. And I, I man, I'm, there's nothing wrong with going to a university if you've got a definite career path that you're going towards. But if it's just like, yeah, I need a college degree because I need it, you might be better suited doing something else. And like I said before, like dudes I knew that were just got really good at welding and stuff ended up making better lives for themselves and like run their own businesses now. Learning a trade, I think that's that's something that's really overlooked and it's sad, but I think learning a trade is a good idea if you're young. No, you're right.
12: That's exactly right. And I wish I would have. I, I didn't know any better, though, you know, so I stuck it out and I just pushed through it because I didn't know any more and I didn't seek anything more. And I always felt and I always told my, uh, you know, my my friends or my close, people closer to me, like yeah. I always I felt nested, like I still felt like I was being nested and I was like I felt like I never left home. Right. That's the thing. that keeps you in perpetual adolescence.
1: No, it totally makes sense, man. That's The university system is supposed to make you feel like you're in perpetual adolescence. And we don't have rites of passage in our culture other than school and university type stuff, right? So it's like you go and you basically – you're like in military barracks the first year if you're going to like the university, the traditional route. So you're suddenly thrown in a room, sharing a room with someone you don't even know. So you start – social social dynamics start to change. Uh, You've got – it, it, it's a weird thing. It, it, it's a um, it's a social engineering construct, and the whole thing with dorms is freaking ridiculous. I think the whole the whole dorms yeah. thing is uh, that's one of the nah. worst parts of it.
12: Yeah, that, that's what it is, though. You got it. the The rite of passage, especially. I think a lot of kids, but you know, in my experience too, when you don't you don't grow you don't grow up in the you know in a a good environment, uh, uh not such a not a very good household. Yeah you know, parent separation, all these kinds of problems. Yeah. And then you're thrown into that, you know, yeah. you, you just don't develop.
1: That's the traditional trajectory for kids now too. It's like it's normal for your parents to be divorced. Like you just, mm-hmm. you expect your parents to be divorced. You expect um, to be lost at that age. Right? I mean, it's, it's in all the movies, all the television shows. You know, Everyone who's 16 is, oh, we've got to rebel. This is when you rebel. These, these <laughs> tropes didn't exist. There was no concept of teenagers before the 1950s. Like the whole concept of teens, teenagers, that whole thing is a social engineering marketing scheme. It's a scam, right? That didn't even exist till the 1950s. And then television and radio started permeating um, the culture. And you've got, this, you've got this monoculture now through the whole continent – and it's spreading globally mm-hmm. and it's not um, yeah it's we got standardized people and that's what that's what the university system there to do but I think uh, Man,
12: you know so much historically and that's that's one of the things that I wanted to get into here like I wonder if, if you had like any book recommendations very I've been having like a just this hunger for to learn yeah right yeah. to get an understanding of why because like, it's not just me, you know, it's, uh, throughout the country, and I want to understand why. Yeah. And, I, I, and just from the things that you talk about and Jay Dyer talks about, you introduced me to Jay Dyer. Nice. Uh,
1: Do you think, how and, handsome was he? Do you think he was really handsome today? Do you think he was more handsome than me?
12: <laughs> what did that guy say? I don't want to engage in this, all right? <laughs> I don't want to engage...
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of books that I would recommend. I mean, I think as far as it just depends on what like your what you're interested in, right? Now, I always recommend yeah. Father Seraphim Rose is somebody that I've recommended many times. I think um, his book on nihilism is really good, but it uh, his book Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future, especially if somebody grew up Protestant, um, I, I usually recommend that. But like, are are your parents Roman Catholic? Or what? How'd you grow up as far as like theology and and that goes Catholic. Were your parents like do they prac were they practicing Catholic or was it just like like they're Catholic because they you know like my our parents were Catholic. nah it was,
12: it was just a name yeah and
1: we
2: yeah
1: yeah I I say uh. that Father Sarah from Rose's book Orthodoxy and the Religion in the Future is a really good one um, for history. There's Oh man, I think the Gulag, the Gulag Archipelago. I think that's that's a real good one. I think that one's important right now. Uh, Solzhenitsyn, uh, the Gulag Archipelago. Um, yeah. I know, like
12: uh, maybe like a year or two years ago, when I was watching you, you were making these live streams where you were kind of summarizing different books, mm. and I was trying to look for them. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I did uh, I did a whole series on. I talked about a bunch of books a few years ago. Um, one of them, I did a series on nutrition and physical degeneration, too. That's a good one to look That's at. One. As far as like history and anthropology goes, that one's real good. Um, mm-hmm. Jay's obviously done tons of streams about... Deputy Dave says, Jay was super handsome today, but unfortunately very <laughs> bigoted, too. So thank you, Deputy Dave. I thought he was really bigoted, as well. Um, when he was like typing when uh, during the stream, I just assumed he was saying racist things to people... So, thanks for pointing that out. He didn't say anything really bigoted, but he just had this really bigoted look about him. So, um, (laughs) appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Jay's got a great reading list as well. There's actually a reading list. If you go on our website, we do have a reading list um, of some recommended books. Oh, I don't know. I actually never been to your website. Nice. There's a link down in the description below and check out the reading list there. Um, Yeah, I I think you'd like some of the books in there. And uh, Jay's got a really good reading list, too.
12: Yeah, for sure. I'll, ch- I'll check it out. But it's But Jace is overwhelming,
1: man. It's a little, huge list. Well, uh, he's got different types of lists too, doesn't he? He has a like, theology list yeah. and then geopolitics and stuff like that. But I think that some of the books like Brzezinski, The Grand Chessboard, that's a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. Carol Quigley, The Anglo-American Establishment. Um, oh, there's also a book that I've done several episodes talking about. was That's uh, F. William Engdahl's Seeds of Destruction. Seeds of Destruction by F. William Engdahl um, and also he's got another book Democracy um, Cog- uh, Democracy as Cognitive Dissonance that one's good H.G. Wells nonfiction books Bertrand Russell I mean those are those are really good ones for uh, for understanding uh, kind of what what we see coming right now yeah it's, it's a good list right there it's a good good long list of books to get there <laughs> yeah
12: yeah like I said and yeah I mean like I said I have this hunger to to learn and the reason I have the time to do that is because again after graduating white privilege (laughs) no I'm just kidding I get out it's it's been like how long two years since I graduated yeah and and it's been a a steep hill yeah. to get my health back. Yeah. You know, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um <clears throat> so like even recently I had to I was working in a, in a pretty big company and I had to leave because I was still I don't know what it was. I think it was like a gut, it was gut problems, you know yeah. how it is. Yeah. How complicated those things is, yeah. those things are. And I had to leave.
1: ever since did the problems start did did you have issues like with digestion stuff before you did the vegan journey nah man I was
12: I had like I had like perfect bowel movements the the one white cleaners one white
1: wonders yeah
12: (laughs) yeah now nothing Hmm. constipation man that's the worst that's what that's what I'm dealing with right now luckily whether it was infection or, or something else, I, th- I think um, the point is uh, I can digest a, a lot a lot more foods now. Before good. anything that I ate, I would react to
1: Yeah. That's good. Well, it you know you're very... going in the right direction when you can handle more foods, right? If, you're, if yes. your foods keep getting narrower and narrower, that's not a good sign, right? Now, that doesn't mean that going on a super narrow elimination diet is not going to be helpful. I mean, a lot of people... Uh, after doing carnivore for you know several months, sometimes even longer, they start to find that they're able to digest all sorts of foods that they haven't been able to handle for years so I think an elimination diet like a gaps diet, Natasha Campbell McBride is a great resource on some of this, and then there's also um you know just full carnivore right uh, the, Some of the most easy digest uh, the most the foods that are the most easy to digest are the foods with no indigestible fiber right so if you've got really <clears throat> intense gut issues. And they're the only study ever done, the only uh, double-blind controlled study done on constipation and dietary changes showed that people with idiopathic constipation got complete remission on a zero-fiber diet. So when dealing with constipation, it may be a good thing to try removing fiber rather than adding fiber. Right, so there are a lot of different ways one can go about it. The vegans will say you got to get more fiber, you got to get this and that, Um, that, and then a lot of people end up smashing themselves into a uh, into a corner with that. But um, yeah, man, uh, it's great that you're able to digest more foods. Sucks that you had such a harsh journey after that, man. It's like it can be debilitating. When did you notice that the vegan thing was? When did you notice that your health deteriorated? Did it take a while for you to admit it? Or did you see like right away and try to fix it by doing it right and trying different methods of doing veganism?
12: Uh, Yeah, I was jumping around trying different methods and it took a long time to, like you said, admit it, that I was wrong and I am sick and I'm hurting myself. If... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe in the future I'll show you pictures of myself. I just recently looked at some pictures. I was... What are you? What is it? The basal metabolic... Or no, no. You like your base weight. Mine is like 130, 125, okay. around yeah. there. I was at like under 100. Oh, dude. Yeah. You're and I home. looked at pictures, man, and it just it hurt me. It really it hurt me, like even now, yeah. just looking at myself. And I... I I kind of was gonna kind, of kind of flashback, yeah. Of how how it must have hurt my parents, right? And the people around me just looking at me, yeah. And um, yeah. The uh, man, I re- I remember like I would get out of bed, and it w- I felt like there were weights on my. My feet. Wow. It was very difficult to walk. When I would sit down and stand up, or like when I would be, I remember driving, going to the store, and I'd get out of my car, and I just get it very lightheaded, and it took. I had to take a breather, yeah, just to compose myself again and then start walking, yeah. right? And it's funny how these obvious symptoms, and I would ignore them. And I remember telling myself and telling my my parents that I'm going to make this work. Like I was trying to prove to my, not to them, but to myself, like, no, this is possible. I think I can make this work. So it went from being, it started off being a health thing because (laughs) I I was using food as a way to, and I was never overweight, but I was still using food to cope with the stress in college. Yeah. After I found out that uh, I was I was eating unwell, so I got into veganism. Yeah, and then and then after that, um, that became my obsession, and I couldn't see the, you know the the, the problem.
1: Um, it's crazy, man. It's like you you get in it for health, and then you stay in it. Just because you're being stubborn, it's like you got a pr- chip on your shoulder and like a, a point to prove to yourself and everyone else that, no, this is fine. You can do it. It's fine. It's healthy. <laughs> it's like these people, these people are falling apart and their families are worried about them. And then they just like all they do is lash out. And, and then it becomes like this journey, this crusade of proving everybody wrong. I mean you see this like in the vegan YouTube community all the time. Um, and the, yeah. vegan, the vegan YouTube community—they've made it to where they can't even talk about their health anymore. So now, like, no, no, none of these people that are left in the vegan community—so it's a pathetic bunch that's left. Uh, really pathetic yeah. pool of a uh, uh, shallow end pool that's left there. There is, yeah, it's not. Um, it's really—they can't even talk about their health anymore because they're so on top of each other. Like, you were never really vegan, or maybe this person is not going to be vegan soon. Um, but it's yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's crazy
12: how 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 much they can hold on to, like how I was I kind of got lost in my thoughts right now. But yeah, it it was me jumping one reason to another. So I understand them. Like you, you jump like first it was for my health. Then it was I I bought into the animal thing, animal suffering because it it makes sense, and yeah. then. And then it went to proving to myself like I don't even care about any of that anymore. I just want to prove to myself that I can get my health back. Yeah. Continuing this, you know, eventually I'll get it.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> crazy, man. Well, I'm glad you're on the up and up now, dude. Don't don't spend too much time beating yourself up for what's past. You know, I mean, just nah, focus nah. on focus on getting in the foods you can digest and getting that weight up and lift some weights and move around and. Um, you know, sometimes swimming, if you have joint pain and stuff, sometimes swimming is a, is a good way to, do, uh, to exercise without having to load up your joints too much. But, uh, you know, just put some good solid muscle mass on and, and get, get those good animal foods in. Focus on the animal fat and, um, and you're going to keep on making yeah. gains, man. What's your weight at now? you lowest, you were sub 100. What's your weight right now? Oh, man. Uh,
12: I actually don't know. That's... I'm like probably one between 130 and 140.
1: There you go. That was good, man. Yeah,
12: like, like I got some fat in me, but I still I got a healthy amount of muscle on me too. So.
1: Yeah. So you build strength. Uh, you, yeah. Nice. You are able to sleep? What was that? You sleep okay?
12: Just recently, even be, like like I said, I, uh, almost a year ago, I got off my job. Yeah. And between that between that time, uh, there was a lot of nights that I couldn't sleep because of food reactions. Mm. Or just really bad digestion, and yep. you and I would wake up, and I had no idea why I would wake up. Like I, I, didn't, feel pa- I didn't feel any pain. I do not feel any pain or anything. I just wake up and I can't go to sleep. Shoot, and uh, and I don't. It was ver- it was probably various things. Probably mineral mineral deficiencies like magnesium. Yeah, magnesium. Huge. That, that's,
1: that's a big one.
12: Yeah, that sort of helped me. but mostly it was eliminating the foods that I was intolerant to or sensitive to Mm -hmm. and working my way up from there yeah and doing uh, doing other things just testing out like for example eliminating sulfur foods right and then adding adding them back slowly okay yeah um one of the mistakes that I did uh trying to get better was sticking too too long In one protocol so for example months and months of the keto diet and not introducing new foods right or carnivore because I've done those as well but there for extended periods of time so I wasn't really kind of uh, I I wasn't fixing the root cause of everything
1: yeah man well you want to be able to eat a wide variety of foods that you can digest and handle. Um, there are essential amino acids and essential fatty acids, right? When you get too little protein, too little fat, we're not going to be able to recover from um, uh, from the injuries, we're not going to be able to regenerate tissues. So, we got to get the protein and fats in. Carbohydrates some people have issues with, you know, different types of fruits, vegetables, stuff like that. You usually a lot of a lot of vegans have issues with oxalates. A lot of ex-vegans rather have issues with oxalate. So um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, going low oxalate for a little bit can be a good move. But uh, you know, trying you know, raw honey, raw milk, raw dairy, um, cheese. I wish, man. Yeah, I,
12: I know for sure. I can't do dairy. Yeah, not not even As raw, much...
1: not even raw cheese or raw milk. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think the very last time, I think that's what caused my insomnia. Mm-mm. So raw, raw honey, raw honey is a good one. You you might be able to handle it later on. Don't don't ride it off forever, man. Some of these foods you oh, can't okay. handle now, maybe later down the line. But you know, raw honey. Um, some people do really well with certain types of fruits, right? Like, you um, It's just it, you got to find the ones you can digest and stick with those. And I, th- I say reducing the anti nutrient content, like certain uh, things like oxalates, might be a good idea. But um, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're doing well as far as the the weight gain goes, and uh, you're going in the right direction. It never happens quick enough, though, right? It never happens on our own schedule. <laughs> this is taking the
12: longer than I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. to hear that, man. But I'm glad you're on the right track. Yeah. All right,
12: Tristan. I wasn't planning to talk about this. Talking about this, but
1: um, no worries, Pedro. It,
12: it it was it was cool talking though. Thanks for calling. Because I, I know I know you got some other people
1: calling in so cool yeah I'll try to take these next couple calls thanks a lot Pedro thanks for calling in hit me up another time man
12: yeah for sure thanks
1: bye ciao later let's see what Jason's got going on Jason waiting for your audio to connect can you hear me? Jason. Jason's obviously a real person. Now you're not muted on my end. Let me see. Oh, I asked to unmute. There we go. Let's see. Now you unmute yourself. I-, I click the ask to unmute.
7: Does that work now? Yeah. What's up, Jason? Oh, good.
1: How are you doing, Tristan? Great,
7: man. Good to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, nice to meet you. I love your channel.
1: Thanks, man. I, I enjoy uh, enjoy doing it, and I'm, I'm always appreciate the encouragement and support.
7: Yeah, no, that's cool. I just finished work, so usually like I actually know what the hell you're talking about on the stream, <laughs> but now I just kind of like jumped on.
1: We're all over the place today, man. We started out we were watching some of the town hall meetings and uh, talking with Jay about you know, democracy and this the myth of the uh, the democratic republic of, and uh, we. we We've been all over the place, and uh, I think each caller has been taking it in a slightly different direction. But, um, Did
7: you see uh, JD's uh, new video, Garland
1: Farms? I saw the Garland Farms video. I saw that he made it's a, a video
7: on there, but it's, it's like it's really good. It's a so- uh, it's uh you know lifting uh, vegan logic.
1: Yeah, yeah. That guy he he was on the channel. Yeah, a few so weeks ago. He,
7: he did like some stupid debunking uh, video about uh, again like crop deaths and stuff like that. Crop deaths. Like, the
3: crop deaths.
7: Like set up a good twenty-minute uh, video and it's like it's it's like epic. Nice, no, nice. Shout yeah. out
1: to shout out to JD Garland, Garland Farms out there in Texas. Yeah. What's
7: yeah. up, uh, bud? You know the panel that I like. How's it going, man? Oh, yeah. yeah, this is Noah. This is my uh, youngest. What's up, Noah? Yeah. Not much.
1: Not Nothing um, much, man. Nothing we're much. We're both to shy, all. we're
7: like, oh my god. <laughs> my
1: heart's actually pounding. I'm trying. Oh to man, there's
7: nothing to about. be shy about. Just, this thing's working.
1: There's only there's only like 10 million people watching this right now. Yeah, yeah. of course I know. Everybody's <laughs> tuning in. I think they're rebroadcasting on NBC and uh, CNN is yeah. rebroadcasting this, so nothing to worry about. Not, not <laughs> Yeah, so I'm an essential twerker. Nice, man. Uh, You you make some TikTok videos today or what? No, no, no. Uh, But, uh,
7: yeah, I can pretty much tell you from my perspective, uh, like, uh, I'm here in Canada. Yeah. So it's pretty much... the like people that are older morbidity is nothing new is pretty much what people are like typically uh, saying about it uh-huh. but um yeah like it's definitely real yeah uh if your immune system is shot then and you'll end up getting like kind of the what they're calling it like a adult respiratory distress syndrome but uh-huh. it's basically like your immune system overreacts and it sends a, like a cytokine storm yep so the cytokines are usually like uh the killer cells. so if there's like a, some pathogen the cytokines go and connect and poison the cell but yep. it's like an overreaction and the cytokines kind of go everywhere and when they hit the lungs it causes like this like inflammatory process but um like young people if you're like obese uh, twenty-two, thirty. We've had like we had a couple of young younger people, uh-huh. and it seems like if you're like like these people weren't just fat; they were like morbidly obese. Yeah, and with that, you're you're definitely uh like just as as susceptible to get yeah. it. Um, but we had like a, at our hospital, uh, I'd see like in the news like another outbreak at so-and-so hospital wherever I work, and uh, it's like no, it's it's not really true. It's like basically, let's say you have a whole floor with older people that are admitted there and uh, they're there for other medical reasons. One of them has to get transferred to another hospital. Mm-hmm. So they're going to swallow them and test them. And let's say they're like, oh crap, this person tests positive. Yep, yep. Um, yep. Th- so then they test everybody. And then they find out like there's like a ton on the floor. And then the newspaper says it's an outbreak. It's like, yeah, I know, but. They're asymptomatic,
1: and they're all. So are I they can... almost always all asymptomatic? Because I'm thinking that so many of these false positives, and also like I don't, I don't doubt that there is something going around. I do know people who've gotten sick. I don't know anybody who's been, uh, uh, who's died from it. Fortunately for me, I, don't, I haven't known anybody yeah. who's died from it. But I, I friends of friends, kind of thing. But uh, nobody in my immediate vicinity. Nobody in the town that we live in. Uh, yeah. So, but it it seems like. Uh, the masks are not doing uh, much to protect from sure. it. Like most people who are testing positive. I don't have, um,
7: I, no, it's too bad it's on my phone because I'm, I'm running off the, the phone now, yeah. but uh, we just got an update. Like, you know, like these webinars and stuff like that. It's definitely, it's definitely not aerosolized. Yeah. Unless you're using like medical equipment that's pressurized. Okay. If you are using like uh, non-invasive ventilation, they're called BiPAPs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's going to like uh, aerosolize it. But um, no, the masks are, are, are ridiculous. Yeah, um, shutting I down mean, schools. You're and gonna all catch this. it, It's chances are you're touching something and you're picking your nose like that. So now they have us all wearing these uh, freaking masks and what are you doing? You're, you're, you're talking, you're continually like adjusting yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh, when we do procedures, okay, it's like boom, wash my hands, put the thing, I put the mask on and basically the procedure mask uh, is, is just so I don't s- slobber or spit, you know, it's not, yeah. it's just, you know, it's not protecting a, you know, anything really. Yeah. So it's pretty much a, a sham. I find it's more dangerous to be wearing the mask because people will be readjusting. If I'm doing a procedure, I know that I'm not going to be touching my face. I got like, yeah. you know, 10, 15 minutes or if it's a surgery or something, Well, and you know, too, uh,
1: you know what, if you know, you you understand how it feels to wear that mask and it's not, it's not good for your health. You're depriving yourself of oxygen, uh, increasing your carbon dioxide intake and you've got this big f- diaper in front of your mouth. that's catching all the bacteria and stuff. I mean, one of the biggest detoxification yeah. organs in our body is our lungs. You're detoxifying all sorts of things from your body constantly as you exhale. Now that doesn't mean yeah. that human exhalations are dangerous, terrible things, but it's like, that's how it works. You're not meant yeah. to be covering your mouth all the time. That's why when you do it, you get anxious, right? You get anxious for yeah. a reason because you're being suffocated when there's something over your mouth and you should feel anxious. No, it's, it's crap. It's a, it's anyways,
7: it's well, yeah, pretty, so the, um, it's like, it's, it's like really exaggerated. Yeah. And uh, you know, the death toll is, is like, it's not worse than, than influenza or anything like, like that. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it definitely has a unique like pathophysiology. Like mm-hmm. it, it is true that, you know, if it, if it binds to the ACE2 receptors in the lung where there's a lot of ACE2 receptors in, in the lung. Yeah. It, like also those ACE2 the, receptors the are in, the, in the testicles, right? The, the, the uh, ACE2
1: receptors are also, there's a lot of those in the test. They're everywhere. Well. A,
7: they're, the, the ACE2 receptors are, there's a lot, Concentrated in the lungs, but they're they're everywhere. Mm. Um, and as for like intubations and stuff like that, um, initially we were intubating way like way early. Okay. Like uh, we we had like some people coming
1: and it's, like why was we, that
7: we happening?
1: Met, eh? well, why why were they intubating so early? And this was happening in New York as well. Why?
7: Um. Well, when the patients come in, right. They're, they're hypoxic you know the the sat probes you have on the yeah. finger the reddit you know? Yep, yep. They, you know they would be coming in like uh, with sats of 70 and stuff like that and we're not used to seeing like mm. uh, you know people like just sitting there satting 70 usually they're they're about the code and stuff like that I'm
1: gonna hear you um, I'm just gonna walk over here real quick and grab something
7: yeah you. yeah no problem but like yeah basically um, uh, the guidelines were told like they had they had us scared shitless too right like um, the doctors, the nurses on, on the front lines, we're, we were just as scared. We were like, uh, buying into the hype the, the same way. For sure. We had like a uh, 30 ventilators. We, we had an extra 20. So like we had 50 ventilators. I was expecting it to be like freaking uh, yeah. like Hollywood, you know, like we got another one here, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. chaos and stuff like that. Uh, it really was not the, the case
1: um, but that was really but, important uh, for setting the mood for everyone else. Right. They got all the essential workers really freaked out. And then that kind of yeah. spread through everyone else. And yeah. you know, like, I mean,
7: look, I, I'm in Canada, like Canada, you know, if we're going by the numbers, which, you know, who, who freaking knows uh, about the numbers, yeah, but false I guess positive. like it looked like, uh, you know, uh, they were busier in, in, in the States, but in Canada, we really weren't busy. So yeah, we shut down also all these like, uh, you know, services within the hospital the same thing yeah um my uh my stepson he had a stroke he's 23 and because of this like everything stopped he's being investigated we just found out like because uh, they were investigating why this 23 year old kid had a stroke yeah uh, so usually it's like some kind of fistula that creates like a you know a, a channel and that'll cause a clot and um yeah that come that that completely stopped now we just found out that you know that yeah, he has a fish oil, so you know that wasn't being treated. Uh, my wow. uh, wife's dad, he has a heart condition, and same yeah. thing. So it's, well, it's crazy. It's I know this
1: guy who's uh, and he he's gotten like full on. He's like gone, dude. This guy is zonked out of his head off of all this propaganda. He's just become like a just insufferable. And I don't even see him in real life. I've just seen him on Facebook recently. When I have seen him in real life, like his, you know I just treat him like normal and act like I don't even see his Facebook shit. But this guy is just constant, like ah, we need more lockdowns, more masks. People, not enough people are wearing masks. And um, what happened with him is his wife's his wife's mother was on dialysis, and mm-hmm. she missed two kidney dialysis appointments because of COVID, and she wasn't yeah. able to get it checked up. She ended up dying of an infection they tested her at the hospital and she tested positive so then Mm. this guy who's already all freaked out like ah the world's ending we need more masks if you're not wearing masks you're terrible like just nutcase um he was then able to justify that with this story but like she died because of her dialysis like she wasn't able to get the medical treatment she needed she was almost 90 years old Right. And, but then it becomes, no, I know it's real because she died I mean, it, because we had someone in our family die, but it's funny, this guy, I have a personal relationship with him and I know what really happened. Cause I talked to his daughter yeah. and his family and yeah. they're like, yeah, this is, this is what happened. But his narrative, he, he's trying to act like, uh, she died of COVID and he's so emotionally attached to the narrative and he's so psychotic about all of this That's like he's just. It feeds into his psychosis, so he's like full on delusional, and he really seems to believe that that's what happened. But the story is Mm -hmm. is not as he's presenting it, and it's like I see a lot of this psychosis from just people being so freaked out and terrorized by media. You know, they show those pictures of people like in China just falling over. Why? What Mm -hmm. happened to that? Why didn't that Mm -hmm. happen anywhere else? Where'd all that go? Where'd all that
7: go? Did you you see the one? uh, Like uh, you know. Everyone's seen that one. It's like uh, the mayhem in the, the Italy ICU and stuff yeah, like that. And was... then after they reposted it and it was the same ICU for uh, New York. Did you see that? Yep. And then like they got caught and then they were like, oh, it was Oops. an error and stuff like that. Oh, like, oopsie.
1: That, that kept happening. And it kept happening. Yeah. And they said the hospital. But like, it, yeah, The reason it
7: doesn't work very well, the, the intubation, is that the cytokine storm actually destroys the capillary network around the alveoli. Mm-hmm. so you uh, a lot of the patients actually they come in they're satting like 70 and they're not even short of breath Wow they're just like like that so the way it works is that um, if if your brain let's say is hypoxic right yeah and now it, you know the brain stems telling you to breathe faster and faster because you're not getting a you know basically freaking yeah. you know any any oxygen right but if your lung mechanics if the tissue of the lung, isn't like like stiff and edematous and inflamed and stuff like that, you know, because it's the capillaries. Yeah. So you're short of breath, but your your lung mechanics are, are fine. So you come in, you're sitting 70, and you're like, you know, you have a, a you are breathing like fast. You have yeah. this high respiratory drive. But because your lung is supple, you don't feel short of breath. Shortness of breath—it's not has nothing to do with uh, with oxygen. You have like a COPDers there with emphysema and stuff, and they're like walking around and they're 80, and we're all freaking out and stuff like that. So like dyspnea, shortness of breath—it's uh, actually uh, has to do with your lung mechanics. So with this, the lung actually stays supple. The capillaries are all fried and inflamed. It's like you know the veins are just like you know totally get ravaged, the capillaries. So now they're hypoxic. And now we intubate, but the aeration inside the lung is yeah.
1: fine. It's perfect. Yeah.
7: So now you
1: you're frying the lungs. Them. You're basically, you're, you're, you're oxidizing them and you're frying them with that intubation. Right.
7: Well, it, it, the thing is, is that once you, you intubate, you're not really, it's not fixing the killers. You can have as much air as you want in the lung. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if, if the blood's not around the air sacs that, To do the gas transfer, yeah. Then there's no point, you know. Right. So, so So it gets
1: too much oxygen in there, right? And isn't that creating oxidative damage? Oh yeah, for sure.
7: Like, uh, actually, like it's called uh, oxygen toxicity. Yes. It's exactly. It's like uh, oxygen radicals that cause oxidative stress, and that uh, you know when you're intubated and you're on high levels of oxygen, the lung gets the brunt of it. Yeah. But the radicals go around and then they, they can lead to multi-system, uh, organ failure. Yeah. So like I'm a respiratory therapist. So, I mean, just a, as a, a general, we're always, we treat oxygen like a, like a medication, you yeah. know, the, you know, so there's, there's toxic dose. If you're anytime you're on 50% or more, yeah, uh, you overwhelm your antioxidant capacity. So your body can like, you know, obviously neutralize the, the radicals, but when you start getting 50% and above, then the actual oxygen that you're giving is in the long run going to kill them, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, So we're trying to not intubate them uh, until we really, you know, have no choice. Um, But yeah, the outcomes aren't very good. It's like about like 30%. If you're intubated, like 30% uh, make it. So it's like a, a long, and what happens is that like when you're on, on a, on a ventilator it's completely foreign. Like think of it like what the way we breathe right now. Right. My diaphragm. Yeah. Let's, let's say the barometric pressure, just yeah. the atmospheric pressure here, the diaphragm you make an effort, it goes down. So just like dips just a little more negative here than here. And that's how the, it flows in. Right. So it's like this very subtle, difference in pressure. Yeah. When you put a tube down, right? You hook them you're inflating them like a like a balloon. It's positive pressure. Yeah. It's completely formed. So, mechanical ventilation in and of itself is unnatural and, and it can damage. So, we've yeah. developed, you know, uh, ways of minimizing the volumes and blah 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 uh, to make it more protective. Yeah. Um but uh no, it, it's definitely like a you know I was I was waiting. I was like, look, I'm gonna find out if this is a hoax or not. You yeah. know, I work in a hospital. I'm the guy intubating and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's definitely it does exist. It's mostly if your uh, immune system is compromised. But I, you know, reading uh, nutrition and physical degeneration over and over, all I could hear was immune deterioration. To tuberculosis, you know, yeah, in Weston Price. He, yeah, yeah. he was always talking about their immunity to all these diseases, you know. Right. So when the COVID came, you know, people were like, uh, oh yeah, carnivore diet, it's going, it's you know, it's gonna save you from COVID, everybody's <laughs> like, you know, as if like shut up there, you know. But in reality, it just shows how how freaking like fried our immune system is yeah. from like the kind of food that, that you know, that yes. we're eating. So yes. like to a certain extent, yeah. You know, all the
1: comorbidities um, that you see are the yeah. comorbidities that are, um, that would be relieved if somebody would get their metabolic health in line. These are all metabolic disorders. Are you looking at, you know, insulin yeah. resistance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because
7: the, the babies and, and the kids, they, they have the same physiology. Yeah. If they're saying that, that the virus hooks onto the ACE2 receptors, Well, it's not just fat people and old people that have ACE2, everybody, your child, your baby, the newborn has ACE2 receptors. So this virus, if it's a virus and that's what it does, it's like, why, why are children literally like immune, like, like (laughs) they don't, they're not affected. But then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, older people, well, most of the time, you know, older people, the insulin resistance, it's really the minute you're metabolically deranged, you're like, you know, you're in shit. Yep. And then, then the COVID is real, and it'll freaking kill you. And uh, once, once the cytokine storm hits, it, it's like you just like poisoned yourself. You know, it's like your whole body is just ravaged with uh, with these uh, toxins. And mm-hmm. then after you, you need the oxygen, then the oxygen is giving you more oxidative. Eight,
1: Oxidated yeah, trash. it's terrible. It's like the, the standard of care in the beginning was butchery and people were being told this. I mean it was – people were being told this and there, nobody was listening. I think it was something like 80 yeah. percent of patients intubated in New York died. And it's a ridiculously yeah. high level and they were just pumping them so much oxygen there. And uh, here they were – I don't know if they're still doing it but there, there was this huge scam of like, oh, we need ventilators. We need ventilators giant no, financial went, scam exactly. the whole yeah, ventilator thing
7: the fi- we had, we had uh, 50 ventilators like i was expecting like the, you know this how much does each ventilator had, cost
1: i i pardon how much does each ventilator ventilator cost that you I guys are about like 50 grand yeah so here they were they were sending several hundred of them i think as well and it was like oh yeah. we needed these ventilators it's so great but it's just it seems to me like there's just a lot there's a lot of money laundering going on here there's a lot of uh a lot of oh big God. money changing hands and these big, uh, you know, the IMF and whatnot with uh, the but third it's, world. It's higher
7: up. Like, I, I mean, I don't know in the States, but like for like, like the just the typical emergency doctor, the typical ICU doctor and uh, nurses or respiratory therapists, stuff like that. Yeah. Like uh, we, we were duped also, you yeah. know, like, uh, yeah. like, I was ready, you know, I was out there, I'm like, this is what I was trained for, you right. know, and, and Let's do it. then like, these people are like, you know, oh, thank you, you know, oh, you're a hero. And I'm like, actually, it's, it's actually a little quieter than usual, because we were expecting so much, we have extra staff. And like, you know, so it was like, yeah. you know, like, I felt like such a hypocrite, you know,
1: Dude, I mean, like, at least you did, you at know, least you didn't double down and say, like, yes, bow to me, Clean my shoes, plebs. I am the no, hero. No, no, I'd
7: be like, oh, dang, you know, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. but but it was like, yeah, and it's like again, that's an outbreak, another outbreak, and it's like, it's like I don't give a crap how many people cases are infected. What I care is how many people are in the ICU. Yeah, how many people are dying.
1: And they changed that's it. The they at first it was like we just don't want the hospitals to be overwhelmed. We got to flatten the curve just so the hospitals don't get overwhelmed. And now it's like, no, we we can't stop till there's no cases ever. Then, the, then no. you know, we can't do anything until there's no cases ever. So I hope, I mean, I'm sure you've had conversations with your coworkers and colleagues. I'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. are seeing it the same way as you see it. And I hope more people speak out because... Well, it, like,
7: a lot of people don't talk about it. Even, yeah. like, me at work, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the anti-vaccine. You know, like, oh, you're, you're an anti... Like, yeah, seriously. And That's it's easy. like, you got these very, very smart people but they trust mainstream you know they're stupid
1: yeah. but they're smart and educated you know, fools right that's what it is it's educated fools because and that's it's that's what that's what we grew up with we grew up in the schools of educated fools and it's um i don't know but that's what i saw in the university especially with some of my friends who were wanting to become doctors it's like they're just doing it because that was the career path that they thought would get them money or because you know their yeah. dad was a doctor and it's like it, it wasn't yeah. these people weren't like Oh, I want to be a healer. I want to help people. It was just like, yeah, I want I want to be making good money. I want to own a big house yeah. and have cool Like yeah, like
7: do- doctors are like a, like they're human, right? Like yeah. you got good mechanics, you got shitty mechanics and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, there's good doctors out there, you yeah. know. I mean, I, li- I live in Canada, right? So like they're, they're it's free in the yeah. way healthcare like besides the, the taxes. It's not like these uh, in the states, I guess, you know, like it's a business. I mean, it's a business here, too, there, but not compared to, to the States.
1: Uh, yeah, it's know. different models.
7: Yeah, different models. I mean, I love the Canadian model. Like, I mean, uh, you know, it, yeah, like if, if, if I needed spine surgery, I had spine surgery. I, I had it done within two two weeks. I, I had my gallbladder out immediately when I had uh, stones and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, it didn't cost me a, a penny or anything like that. So, I, you know, the Canadian system like, pretty damn good but you know now but it's like it's just it's so obvious that it's like you know that they're locking us down like these business here you know there's tons of business that that are like not going to come back at all you know and then after like oh they open it up a little bit but it's limited and now now they just closed it down all of a sudden everything's red again you know and it's like Hmm. it's it's just it's scary because you know I, I've read the, the conspiracy stuff and yeah. world order and technocracy, but like it's actually happening, you know, and like now It's I happening to, quickly, you know, and You know, I was I'm not taking the vaccine, but now I'm I'm like okay, but you realize like if you hold it to your ground, you're gonna lose your job because like I'm I'm working healthcare, guaranteed they're gonna say, well, no, we're not forcing the vaccine on you, but you work in healthcare. The critical people, people, if you don't get the vaccine you know it's your choice but you can't do your job anymore you know so yeah. i'm like trying to like you know think of worst case scenarios and uh, prepare myself and say like you know are,
1: you, know, you talk to talk but are you going to actually do it yeah man it's 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 they're, insane and they're making it on youtube you can't even talk about these things like this who knows we might have said the v word too many times they might take down the stream there's no, oh,
7: I know. I'm sure if somebody sees me that knows me from the hospital, I might get in trouble probably just for You know, speaking
1: I, I think we openly. people got to be – Freedom of speech is dead. I mean, We've got to stop know? being scared to to speak the truth. This is the thing. It's like if we acquiesce, then that it, it gives it more and more power. But it's like yeah. people start seeing other people say, no, this is bullshit. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 this is bullshit. It, it's like they get permission to speak the truth when they hear it. So don't be afraid, man. I uh, – Thank you so much no, for calling yeah, in. I really appreciate it. I mean, I, it. I believe
7: in God and stuff like that, so yeah. you know, it gives me it gives me strength. But uh, it's like you keep on saying, like this this world, we're not saving it, you know.
1: It's, yeah, yeah, we're not we're, gonna have like in a. World
7: and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like we we know where it's gonna. I mean, if you read the Bible, you you know, yeah. you know where it's gonna head. You know, we're yeah. not we're really? not headed to it's a good place. You know, but thank goodness we have the, at least our faith and stuff like that because. Yeah.
1: I don't know what the hell I'd be doing without that you know? hey man you, you you got a beautiful family over there you got a good life and um you know I yeah. mean, they, they they can take our jobs they can take our um they, they can take our jobs they can take our property they can take our lives but they can't take our souls they can't take our will and our ability no. to say yes or no right that's up yeah. to us so um I really appreciate you calling in and giving yeah. us the uh, giving us a download on what's going on up there in the hospitals of Canada. Yeah man. I'd, I hope to hear yeah, from man. you again sometime soon, man.
7: Yeah, no problem. man. I'll let you go. I got I got to go to bed. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, maybe I'll call call another time when I Call it another to call time, man. It we'll
1: little... do we'll do more open lines. I've been doing most of the streams I've been doing. I've been opening up the lines in the second. Yeah,
7: line. that's it. I know. Well, it's cuz like uh, I arrived. it's late eh? when it's around eight PM when you start in Canada for me. Yeah. It's like eight PM. Yeah. So I'm always cool. kinda like this and going like <laughs> waiting for my wife to fall asleep. Like that. And then I'm like, Oh if I have time I'm gonna like try this zoom with Tristan <laughs> and, you know, Tristan is like, No, she never falls asleep. So then I am like
1: I'm gonna miss it this time. But I'm really glad that you that asleep, you made so it, man. I'm glad you I made snuck it there's <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you made it in and I and I hope to hear from you again soon, man. Please please call in again and let right, us man. know what's going on, what you see. Yeah, and, uh, nice talking to you. Yeah, man. Hey, Love God, you too. Bud. God bless. Have see a you. great night. All right, see you later, man. There goes Jason. 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 Jason was cool. Alright, let me see if we got any super chats through me. We got we got some slow nights on the super chats. I don't know. Maybe if I, if I do too many of these streams, the bigots, they just they take it for granted. All right? All right. Let's come over here. No more Super Chats. All right. No more Super Chats over here. You guys, if you guys enjoy these streams, please support. We need your support. We get none from the YouTube. We get none on the YouTube. And um, yeah, if, we, if we ain't getting supported, this time will be spent otherwise uh, on other things, right? Uh, we got to be able – we have to prioritize how we spend our time. I love doing these shows. I think uh, I think a lot of people do benefit from these, but uh, you know it's, I, I can't I can't do it so often if we're not getting support. So if you guys enjoy the show, please support via the super chats or the Stream Labs rather, not super chats on YouTube. Use the Stream Labs link. Um, you can become a member at primaledgehealth.com. We're going to do the next coaching call on I think we're going to be Monday or Tuesday of next week. We did a coaching call earlier today. Um, we do weekly coaching calls up in there in our private members forum. And uh, yeah, more streams to come. Tomorrow's Friday, and I think I'm probably going to end up doing a stream tomorrow night. I don't know if I'm going to open up the lines, though. But um, yeah, guys, I think the the call-ins are always fun. Call-ins are always great. If you missed this one, if you weren't able to, um, please, someone's saying the link's not even working. People are trying to support via Streamlabs. The link that OK just used should work. That sucks. People are trying. People are trying to support, but they can't. That is disappointing. Well, I'm glad at least you tried. At least you tried. But there there are links if you guys do want to support the show. There are links down below in the description. Um, and hey uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next time. I'm out.